Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, what's up on the ones and twos? (laughs) Wow. What is up on the ones and twos? I can see I'm peaking big time. I'm just like... I'm so loud. First of all, don't talk about my friend that way. Thank you. Hey, nowhere near peaked. New, oh my God, thank you. New merch dropped. Oh, is the new merch out now? Yeah. Incredible. There's there's a really cute shirt that I became obsessed with that says, don't talk about my friend that way. Yes. That beautiful boy, Sean Matthew. Sean Matthew Leary, thank you so much for all the new merch. The new merch is out. The tour has been announced. And by the tour, I mean the very beginning. Listen. (laughs) It turns out when there's a writing strike and an acting strike, everyone wants the tour. And so the people that are supposed to help you get tours, their job is harder than normal. So we're trying. Don't worry. There's more dates that we're going to, even if it takes, you know, whatever through the beginning of the year, we will, we will come to those cities that have say has, have said, please come to us. We're going to get out there. Also, we should probably say what this, this is off, what this this is is off book, <laughs> but this is on book. This is on book. The, the, what did you call it? It was so good. Um, Edit this out while we look it up. <laughs> the um, scripted musical process. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it was. There is someone, a fan who, uh, who pitched something about on book. So shout out to you. You know who you are. You're in my DMs. Um, but uh, anyway, we're back. Sorry for the delay. You know what? Summer was summering. The sun was shining <laughs> and we had to get all our guns out because the sun was out. Does that make sense? And one of us unnamed had COVID. And one of, so us, unnamed. One of us unnamed had COVID. <laughs> and two of us unnamed weren't going to bring it up because it's not really our business to share. <laughs> and you but know, one of us unnamed did have COVID. <laughs> no, that was like the only cause for delay. We were also like, uh, I did um, a play in a backyard. Zach was moving into a new house. Listen. There was a lot happening. Okay. So if this is your first episode of this podcast that you've ever listened to, stop going. Go find one of the first 300. Listen to those. This is not for you yet. This is for the heads. This is for the day ones to the day 1000. And yeah. the Jackies. This the is also Jackies. for the Jackies. So what we are doing right now is we are going, uh, we're now embarking on a process to write a new musical. We're going over all the 300 musicals that we improvise. And Jackie, our wonderful writer friend, is helping us track all that and also telling us if any of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just as a friend whose judgment we trust. That's right. And so the thought is after we We've reviewed all 300. We're going to pull some reoccurring themes. And then Zach and I are going to go away to the lab. To the lab. <laughs> you know how when Dr. Dre goes to the lab? 
when he's like, <laughs> do you know I've when, been back in the lab trying to get this label off? That's exactly what when, we're going to do. You know, do. testing th- some things out. Yeah, yeah. Experimenting. Beakers, yeah. titrate. Yeah, people think writing is a lot of like words. It's not. It's mostly chemistry. It's actually a lot of fluids. It's a lot of fluids. And if you're not ready to get your hands wet. Get out of here. Get, get, get of off your keyboard. If you're not coming to your keyboard with wet hands. If you're not dripping all over the your QWERTY, get out of here. And listen, you're probably going to get burned. You're, you're going to get wet burned. You're going to get wet and you're going to get burned. If you're not wet, you're going to get burned. If you're not wet, you're burned. Well, new merch for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, there's so much, there is so much good merch. There's, um, there's one that basically looks like festival merch and it just has a bunch of our episodes in the back that I love dearly. It has a little Woodbert the Frog. It's like, like a trip. It's it's, it's the trippy. trippiest merch we've made. Yeah. It's the most on drugs shirt we've made. <laughs> it's good. And we got hats now. People are asking for hats. We, we don't, don't have hats yet, but oops, spoiler. Hats <laughs> but guess what? Hats are coming. Hats are coming. public does not provide hats. So we're going to a different place to make hats. And that hat launch is coming a little later. That hat launch is going <laughs> to blow your mind. You're going to have to put that hat on your mind because it's going to get blown. Listen, yes, we did start drinking and we've dealt with about 45 minutes of technical difficulties. <laughs> Why, Why is do you it ask? always hard? Brett, you're good at your job. Brett, you're good at your job. Why is it always hard? Okay, so welcome back. We love you. Thanks for all the the sweet sleepy babies who liked part one and part two. Um, thanks for watching this season of Play It By Ear. And in general, thank you for all your good love and support as we go through Double Strike Summer. Absolutely. It's fu- lovely to have this place to spend with you, the listeners, and you, my two buds. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Okay, what's the dang 201st episode? It's mm-hmm. called Adults Don't Know. Episode 201. Adults don't know with literally never heard of it. Yeah. It's a jam sesh. Oh, okay. 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 I had also literally never heard of it. Okay. Because there doesn't seem to be anyone else in it. Nope. It's a fan band. It's a fan band. Uh, oh, I think, oh, this one, <laughs> this was one. This is funny and stupid. This was one when you and I, uh, I think gave each other names of musical songs that do exist, but then sang a different version of that song. Oh, I, because, that's born out of like an old bit we used to do. And it's very fun. Yeah. Cause we did a song called Falcon and the Dive from the Scarlet Pimpernel and we did seven and a half cents from the pajama game, but I'm sure we didn't do those songs. <laughs> yes. Seven and a half cents. Very much, very good for strike summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. That's right. Pajama game. Is about labor. <laughs> it has a fossey number in it for no reason. That's where they're right. raising and money for the union and a love story. And I and a love story. Jackie, you have pajama game knowledge. I was in it. Me too. Uh, in 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 middle school. Uh, I was in it in high school. And I was uh, in I was the in ensemble. It graduate school. I wasn't in it. I just wanted to be a part of something. Um, not to flex, but I was the lead. Um, and. <laughs> No one's surprised. <laughs> sorry, senior year, bring down the old lead. But what are we talking um, about? my favorite thing. Sorry, I know we have to talk more of a clip than this. No, but I actually don't care anymore. So yeah, we should. Sure. This should be this. This is yeah. the fun thing. So the character, it's Doris Day in the film uh, uh-huh. musical version of this, and her name is just Babe. And uh, my senior year, to get my second PE credit to graduate, I took zero period weightlifting and Hell struck up like a great, uh, unlikely friendship with the weightlifting coach who had been there since my high school opened in the seventies. And he was like Hawk pride through and through coach Conley. Mm. But I was like, hawk, 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 hawk. And I was like, <laughs> coach Conley, you've been here for 30, whatever years. And you've never gone to a musical. Don't you know, we have a really good theater program. And he was like, mm, 
I guess I maybe have to check that out. I go see the choir shows sometimes, and well, I was like, "You got to come to the play." It's different. Than so the he choir shows. came to the musical to basically because I like pestered him, and then for the rest of the year he would call me the babe, uh, and especially during um, the Friday Mile, which I loved, and he'd be like, "Come on, the babe, you're gonna be the last one." <laughs> <laughs> the the really takes any sort of like hint of inappropriateness Correct. right out of it. I can't express how not creepy this no, was. No, 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 yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound like even without, but like even. But he seems like the kind of person that like Eve was smart enough to know. Like I'm gonna call her the babe. That's only funny. Yes, there's um, and also like good for you, Coach. He, oh my gosh, legend, legend, Coach Conley. It was. Um, I really don't want to keep talking about zero period weightlifting, but he did this great thing at the end of the year where so there were three. Wait, how much do we? Hold, how much are we talking here, Jess? Okay, so so we did um throughout the year like he would talk about different like weight groups we had to try and learn different exercises but then we basically were just like free to work out and sometimes that meant me and the other two girls the class was probably 45 people Mm -hmm. three girls and the rest were dudes maybe not that big but we would spend the rest of the time america anyone (laughs) throwing a medicine ball outside and then we would come in and like plank (laughs) we're like we would do like calf raises is hard as hell and there were a couple dudes in there who were really like there to get swole um but it was kind of just like being at a gym for a little bit it was very Mm -hmm. fun but he did have us do max outs at one point as part of the unit max out on leg press uh bench press and i believe bicep bicep curl and then what he did at the end of the year is he let me and the other senior girl pick teams mm-hmm. and then he took 10% off of our max out weights and he did a reps competition. And the winning team who did the most collective reps through all three exercises, the whole team got to not run the final mile. And I was like so desperate for it. But the thing is, is like 10% difference on a leg press as a like person who's not doing that much weight makes a gigantic difference. Like most of the dudes could do like four as opposed to one. Right. But me and the other captain did 90 because it was just such a great, like it was such a bigger drop off for us weight wise. And I knew I had to cancel her out. I got to go second Mm -hmm. on that one. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to cancel her out because there was like one of us on each. Mm -hmm. Well, I think. And so she did 90, 90, 90, I got slightly lost. So they were, pushing a lot of weight. So, so like if they, they went down 10% and that allowed them to do four reps. Right. Say their max out was 260. Now okay. they take off 26 pounds. They're still leg pressing like 234. Sure. But if I maxed out at a hundred and now I'm doing 90, it was just like, I don't know. It just made like a way bigger difference. And so you could do more reps. You could do so many more reps. So your max out was too low. What Maybe I, what I'm hearing here because also is it was you, it was earlier in the year and I guess our legs did get stronger. Got real strong, but legs. my team still lost and the mile oh. was like the next day and my legs I had to take like so 40 tired. minutes getting into my first period class. My legs were jello. You can't. I mean, like, look. Here's the thing about leg day, y'all. If you fuck <laughs> around, you will in fact find out immediately. There were a couple people who like couldn't do their new weight at all. There are certain muscles that when you exhaust them, it's like cool. For long term, but the next couple of days it will leave you unable yeah. to function. I know, but the max out thing was maybe like six months prior. Oh. So they weren't, they shouldn't have been as related as they were. But anyway, that last mile that I had to run was so painful. And every time I came like hobbling around, I'd be like, coach, please. And you'd be like, rules are rules, the babe. <laughs> <laughs> the babe. 
Jackie, was there anything at your high school that you could do instead of uh, gym? No, and I I have shared this with Jess. I have PE trauma because Mm -hmm. I was bullied, not by the kids, but by the teachers. Mm -hmm. There was one time where... uh, They weirdly have like license to do that. And and it's like, it's just, it's not going to work. Like for some reason I'd it doesn't work in this body. So like, even if you bully me, it's not gonna, not gonna push me farther. I'm I'm also not, um, not, uh, motivated by negative negativity of any kind. I I need to share with you how negative it was though. There was not just with me, share with everyone. Uh, there, there was a, there was a, uh, the presidential fitness test. Terrible. I could not do a pull up. Me neither. And my teacher made the entire class chant lazy at me. That's was, illegal. If yep. You could see my face. Yes. <laughs> That's not okay. First of all, d- m- most people on planet Earth cannot do a pull up. No. Yeah. But apparently everybody in my class could. And I think that there were others that couldn't, but he like particularly hated me because I was He the thought least you were desperate. choosing not to do a pull up. Right. It was always, yeah. It was always like you could do this if you wanted to, but you don't. Oh, I get and fucked that guy. I was like, He's the opposite of coach. Yeah. He did get fired for drunk tweeting. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Amazing. To everything turn, turn, there is a season. At my high school, marching band and the musical counted as PE credits for some reason. That's it amazing. Made sense, it made sense the year we did Anything Goes in Outer Space and we were learned learning to tap dance. And that was a lot of PE. It didn't make sense any of the other musicals that we did. I think marching band counted at my school, but certainly not the and marching And marching band should because yeah, marching tough. band, you're out in a field, mm-hmm. you're making patterns. Yeah. And you're breathing sometimes into a tube and marching. Yeah. Sometimes and you sometimes, sometimes you're a carrying tube. a really mm-hmm. heavy instrument. Sometimes yeah. your tube is real heavy. Yeah. Hey, get this. Sometimes your tube is real heavy. What's 202? Put on the merch. Let's get to the second one. You might be a portal with Matt Apodoc. Oh, I love this, this one. This one was great. Okay. This is in, so we're still in Zoom era. We're still using our friends Jamulus. Mm-hmm. But I do remember this one being like, that was. This was a breath of fresh air. Felt like a real episode. Matt Apodaca is so, so funny. funny. I love him so dearly. Um, also, this episode has a quote from you, which is, if Tom, Bada- if Tom Bombadil was a real guy, I would kiss him. <laughs> and one of our fans just made Redbubble merch of it. And there is an apron, which is like a kiss the chef. But it's, <laughs> but it's crossed out and it says kiss the Tom Bombadil on it. Well, thank you, fan. That's yeah. really good. So I, um, I wish I had your name here. I don't. But... Um, Google it. It's on, it's on Redbubble. Find it. Um, wow. Okay. I also sort of conflate this with the one that was just the two of us where there's a portal. We're playing like two couples. It's a very grounded that it, it is not that many episodes back. It's like, um, yeah. So what is I the, I wish I could help you. I can't. So what's you. the plot of this portal? One? Yeah. So this one is uh, during a, it. Uh, during a book club meeting, it's slowly revealed that member David lives far, far away, so far that it's not even in the same universe. <laughs> we follow the club as they uncover their true identities, talk about books, and just try to get to David's house. Okay. And this is before I'd even seen the movie Book Club. And this is before I've even seen Book Club 2, the next chapter, because I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen the first one, but I have seen Book Club 2, the next chapter, and I did see it in theaters, and it is incredible. Oh, good. Now it we're does complete. start with an extended <laughs> pandemic scene. Oh. Oh my Where god! All getting booked, and then it's oh god, it's really, it's really good. That's great. It's really good. They look at statues 
in Rome for like a long time Sexy and talk ones. about all their dicks. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a ten minute montage. <laughs> it's, I I do I do like remember going to like museums in Europe when I was a teenager with my family and my sister and I just like giggling constantly and we were like, This part's called the Hall of Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the first museum brave enough to just call it what it is. Hall of Wieners. Yeah. Also they look like I mean, they're they're kind of small. They're they're, yeah. they're not very small, but they're you some know they're not are, a rex, and them, so they're like some of them some are, are very quite small. Small. They're small. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just like maybe you should have sculpted them in maybe even a midpoint. Mm. Yeah, in a flattering way. Yeah, in a yeah. Mi- at a midpoint. A chub. <laughs> Can you get it up a little bit for the sculpture? I'm Can it have the here? beginnings of blood flowing to it? Not you. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Going, nothing going on. It's not about that. It's about because at 13, I was like, is this what wieners are? Yeah. yeah. These are small. That's what it's like for the whole time. This is what I have to look forward to. Yeah. These are this so. Is this is yeah. things it gets. These are so small. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 203 is Time Fountain, Fountain of Time, Chapter 5. I think we talked about Time Fountain last time. Right? Yeah, I think we, we, Time Fountain is a collective. Great. Then, man, we were in a sci-fi mode. 204, sleep over and over again with the Doughboys, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. Um, someone recently like reposted our pick, our, the original Doughboys appearance, which is like a very labor union. I think it's called Picket Line Pals. Pals. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we've been pro-union for a long time. Check the receipts. Check our receipts. There's a joke in that episode about a very long receipt. <laughs> Embark on the reality-bending tale that could only be four dudes at a sleepover. So it's four dudes at a sleepover, and it's a reality-bending tale. That's that makes right. sense. Yeah. Um, I have to ask just simply because this sounds like it's a one-room, small-cast mm-hmm. one. Do you want to revisit, or do you have any... Memories of it. I think the themes from this one we probably already have marked in other ones, which is okay. like coming kids, of age, kids, yeah, coming of age. And yes, it is small cast, but I do think there are like there ends up being a weird twist where we're like, it does does time go on forever? That's Has right. one of us been around the whole time? Yeah, I think Nick Wagger was like a timeless person. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode two hundred five is called "We're in the Same Room," and I think we can all imagine what that means. Um. It's a jam session. I imagine we all got back together in the same room. That's fun. Okay. There's, <laughs> we did a metal song called Do You Dare Face the Minotaur Stare. That's pretty good. <laughs> I believe that's one where I like sit back and just let you do yeah, your thing. Yeah, but you do a driver's license-esque song called In My Own Car. Oh, good. <laughs> so I think that's a uh, great job, us. Um, play us a song, 206. Play us a song, you're the random piano lady. We're back in a studio now with Jackie Johnson, who was also the person we had right before we, <laughs> right. we went away from the pandemic. Right. We bookended it with Jackie. Good. Um, I don't remember anything about this except I can picture Jackie in the back house studio, but yeah. I, I don't recall any plot. Mm. I took my driver's license last week. I'll do that while you look. So we always talked about... Okay. <laughs> Aspiring pianist Deb has a dream of playing live in a movie theater. Oh, yes! Like old-timey, like how... Yes, well, yeah, silent some, movies yeah. used to play along. But she's doing... Oh, this has a really raunchy moment where uh, then the projector kid's getting a blowjob. This has a very, That's very... right. Yes. I'm conflicted about boinking is a song that we have in it. 
But yes, I think you're right. Um, Today I drove through the suburbs <laughs> here's one crying because you weren't around. Listen, it's a great song. <laughs> 207, Stable George with Ross Bryant. Yes. So um, this is, as opposed to Curious George, it's like you, Curious George returns to the jungle where he's from and we meet his other brothers who have like defining characteristics like oh. Stable George. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's, there's a guy who's made of bones. Unstable George and there's a bunch of guys <laughs> made of bones. Um, Hello, Mellow Yellow Dude is a song that we have. Bone, oh, Bone Skeleton. Yeah. Bone Skeleton is great. I'm a bone mm. skeleton, right? Something like that. Something like that. Because I know we were perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop yeah, this bit. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, for some reason the plot, this oh, it says TV thinking barely on the, on the wiki, but that's okay because then it has the correct uh, description, which is, their uncle announces that he's giving away his treehouse to his favorite nephew and three private brothers go on a quest to prove themselves worthy of the inheritance. Yes. This is good. Oh, you Some know what? Some of our episodes are good. I do like a mysterious relative who who is the catalyst for a story who's like, ah, I shall gift you my treehouse. Yeah, go on a quest for me. Yeah. To my favorite nephew. Then we finished Time Fountain with 208. Then we did Nonstop Socks with Lelon, 209. I don't remember this one as well. As Daniel works long hours at a successful sock company, he realized he needs to dedicate more time to his family. Oh, this has a cult. When an important meeting investor coincides with his daughter's science fair presentation, he make the, must make the decision uh, of work-life balance. Uh, Lelon plays like a cult leader in this at one point, I think. I believe that. Yes, I think you're right. Okay. There's a video of this one. Thank you, the wiki. Um, okay, 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 okay. Wait, sorry. I love the wiki, but the wiki has a billion ads that pop up all the time. That's not the wiki's fault. That's the internet's fault. Um, okay. Edit this part out while I was talking about all the ads that are on the thing. Thank you, Brett. We love you. <laughs> um, 210. Wait, that's in my quilt? <laughs> This, I think, is a fan band when we're talking about... Yeah, uh, it's a fan band. Um, I wish I wrote fan band on all of these, but that's okay. Fan band songs like Where There's Smoke, Robo Dolphin, The First People to Have This Idea, Hot Takes, Small Town, and Locks. Okay, it's a fan band. Great. 211, Party Bus in Space with Tim Murray. Oh. This one had Xenon Girl of the 21st Century yes. vibes. I'm almost certain. I think someone might have literally been Xenon. I would not be surprised. By the way, Tim Murray's doing his one-man show, Witches, at the Edinburgh Fringe right now. Crushing. You got to get to it if you can. Um, it's uh, He's he's great. Um, this is maybe the first Tim Murray appearance on this podcast. Whoa. Um there's like girls going out. We do. A yeah. Brenson's bachelor party gets off to a wild start when he and his boys get wrapped up in a mission to repair the bond between two space businesses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lifty squishy floaty is this one. Xenon uh, uh, and I want to dance with somebody uh, uh, all happen in this musical. Great. Uh, um, oh, okay. 212. We start. 
Marvel, the cinematic universe, part one, big metal snakes. Okay. So should we talk about these as a whole? We should talk about the lessons that we learned from the last one. And I think, and this one, these as a whole. Yes. So the lessons we learned were to make sure we had more one-off episodic fun. So there were like tendrils of a macro plot, but we allowed each episode to have like its own identity and fun and games versus Time Fountain, which was like where we last left off. Because we didn't, I think part of that was like, we knew people liked Time Fountain, but I think we were unsure if they would have been mad if we had done six Time Fountain in a row. Yeah. So we were like, to avoid that, let's do it once a month because it was like reoccurring guest podcast, fan band, band guest podcast. And because of that, there was always so much time in between the reoccurring episodes that it didn't really make sense to pick up exactly where we left off. Right. And we did learn to just like leave ourselves a couple of cliffhangers and we wrote them down on a whiteboard. And so we could pick up with like, okay, this one ended with a space duck. Do we want to like do anything with the space duck? Right. So if you, you don't really need to listen to Marvel cinematic universe in order the way that you probably should for time fountain, you can, but it's also like, you can drop in on it. Like yes. there's a pretty, there's one extremely self-contained and I guess we'll get to it. But I think the best episode that we did in that one is probably the Spider-Man goes to therapy. Episode. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, Tick, Tick, Boom had just come out the movie and I was like, I was very high on it. You were pretty high. No, on I like Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. I thought it was great. I was like, Tick, Tick, Boom is, I think, one of the better, if not one of the best movie musical to come out in a while. It's also sort of wild because like I've seen Tick, Tick, Boom in the theater and I think it actually works better as a movie. Yeah. Which is, you know. It's sort of like the book, the book to the book to movie thing. It's like they really took advantage of the fact that it was a movie yep. now and didn't worry too much about the musical, mm. which sort of makes sense because Jonathan Larson heads are like way more sacred about Rent than they are about Tick Tick Boom. <laughs> totally, mm -hmm. totally. For those of you that don't know, Tick Tick Boom was Jonathan Larson's one man show. It predates Rent, and then posthumously, someone made a three person version of it. Yes, that's right. There's with a three-person live, yeah, three live action with Raul Esparza. And two other people. King sorry, of stage. I can't name two Raul Esparza and his two best friends. <laughs> yeah, I was like very high on it. And it has that song Therapy, which I had performed in a high school cabaret. And certainly. Certainly. It also does a, it also does a thing that is so bad. funny, which one of the bangers, which you can tell is like absolutely, Jonathan Larson was like, I got this great song, Come to Your Senses. It doesn't have a place anywhere in this musical because it is about my weird, like dystopian other musical, but I really want to do it. And I really want to put it in this one. Yeah. So I'm just going to put it in this one. And the movie does like a pretty good job of making it feel like it makes sense there. Did they fully cut green, green dress? Yes. That it was wild. It, Cause it, that song plays. <laughs> I think they released it as a, um, bonus track as a bonus track later. And they play the music, uh, over the scene when they're having sex. Yeah. Because it is a it is a sex track. Mm. I just remember like when I only had the album of Tick Tick Boom with Raulo Esparza. And I was like, friends. these are all not for me, actually. The only songs I like on this whole thing are Therapy and Green Green Dress. Um, anywho, that was I think very much on our brain and Adam uh Andrew Garfield of Tick Tick Boom and mid-tier Spider-Man. Mid, mid, <laughs> Middle Spider-Man. Mid, yeah, mid-trilogy uh, mid, uh, mid trilogy Spider-Man. Yeah. They really conflated. And and so it's Spider-Man is in therapy with Mary Jane and numerous villains come through, but the villains also have their own shit they need to unpack. 
And it's very, it's very high concept, low stakes, which is like something we love to do. Yeah. We either like high concept, low stakes or low stakes. high con- Like, uh, wait, uh, did I say the same thing twice? Flip it and reverse it. We like <laughs> them to be opposite. Yes. The stakes in high are high or the stakes are low. And whatever the stakes are, the, the concept, concept is, is the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> Thank you. Put that on a shirt. One of us always uh, tells the truth. And the other one of us also tries to be honest as much as they can. Um, yeah. This one also has like, you know, it's teens. They get abducted by Splorch and Kevin, the aliens. Yeah. Who are just trying to like make? There it are work. people getting powers for the new t- for the first time, and then there's also like an omniscient like I've had powers for so long. I'm actually kind of bored with powers character, yeah. which is kind of fun. I personally liked this one way better than Time Fountain. It was just easier to do. Time yeah. Fountain was so much like we spent so much of our brain power tracking what had gone on before, which would not be an issue in writing a musical, but was absolutely an issue improvising based off of something that we had done a month ago. Yeah. And only like kind of remembered and we'll never listen to our own recordings of podcasts. So that simply wasn't an option. No. Um, episode two was Clark and the Stargazer, which I think was very fun. It was like yeah. Clark going to this other massively powerful powerful guy's house. Yeah. The massively powerful guy was off with his secretary. So Stargazer is a good name. If we just want to like asterisk details. Yeah. Stargazer is a good name for a superhero. Um, And Stargazer, I think, went off to date his like Audrey-esque assistant. Yes. While Clark was left alone in his house with Mario. Yeah. And there were rules like, don't go in that room. He's like, oh, I really want to go in that room. Yeah, of course. There was like, it was like a mysterious mansion on like Pluto. That one feels like part two felt it feels very off book for like, an, it's just silly. Yeah. It's, extre- it's, it's extremely. With like occasional bursts of like, well, that's a big plot shit coming together. And then like deeply actually about relationships and, yes. and people growing up. Um, it's almost always about growing up. Yeah. Part three was only about ducks. It was called what the duck. There was a bunch of space ducks. Yeah. Sort edit that out. It's a weird burp. <laughs> I think Scrooge McDuck is in there at one it's, point. It's like definitely like a Howard the duck riff. Right. Howard the duck is there and then there's a bunch of other ducks that yeah. show up. It's like the duck of ours. Um, uh, part four is crack, crack, boom. Okay. That's yeah. the Spider-Man therapy episode yes. because he wants so a massage. very much influenced. It's extremely influenced. Even more than I suspected. <laughs> crack, crack, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite tick, tick. It's louder than that. Um, uh, Spider-Man in therapy for legal reasons we can't do as a musical, but it would make a billion dollars. And I just want to say that real quick. Yeah. Um, I guess we could do a not Spider-Man knockoff of mm-hmm. it. Totally. Stargazer. <laughs> Arachnid man. Web, webby, webby boy. Um, <laughs> part five, a new IP. It feels like we're maybe trying to like wrap it together. Started to wrap things up. It's Clark again. Yeah. Clark, um, I think emerges as the, Clark, Clark hero. the hero, yeah. Um, and then the last one is uh, Team Baby Rattlesnake, <laughs> <laughs> which, as I recall, is a bunch of heroes who, much like Baby Rattlesnakes, are like extremely dangerous but don't have great control over their powers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they put it all together. So that's Marvel's Cinematic Universe. That one was fun. It was easier to do than the one prior. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. The standout is crack, crack, boom. Um, yeah, that's what we learned from that one. Rewind to 13. Moms, bombs, and Dante's gone. 
with Lacey Mosley. <laughs> um, I Three, it's wine moms. We also like to do wine moms, as as evidenced by a uh, recent play, episode of Play It By, by Ear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Having a hang while their children escape the house and go on a journey to Panera Bread. <laughs> There's also, I feel like this. Um, this is my memory of this was like. Lacey Mosley is so freaking funny Correct. and hilarious. Yeah. This happens though every once in a while where I'm like, well, we've talked about this already with, with you where I'm like, but everything's nice still. And I remember she was like, this mom does not give a shit about Dante. Oh, right. And I was like, constantly like, um, We're trying but, to forget God, Dante. but what about Dante? <laughs> Fuck but she Dante. was making like yeah. the funniest choices of like, of making a, an extreme, like abused child to a comic degree. Exactly. And I was like, oh, I'm scared about Dante. <laughs> Poor yeah. Dante. Poor yeah. Dante. Uh, just a BTS of, yes, you can hear me sweat sometimes. <laughs> I worry about all children invented or made. <laughs> <laughs> invented or real. Um, 214 goofer brain is a fan band in which our brains are goo. That makes sense. I think this is actually coming off of working on baking at season one. Oh, that's right. Where we're like, we, we just cannot met our do it. friend Jackie. We're like, we cannot hey. do an episode. We have goofer brains. And we have to do an episode. We've just been <laughs> sitting up in a conference room singing songs and having people from American Auto say, can you please can you stop singing those beautiful songs? They're so stop- good, but our boss is trying to work. Can you stop singing those beautiful songs? Can you stop singing those beautiful songs? <laughs> that was also like mask time too. Yes, like, we were like, we were like fully. fully in masks and my, you would just, your voice would get so tired from mm-hmm, talking from through. Like yelling. Yelling yeah. through, yeah. Oh. <sighs> Two fif- episode 215, Our Job is a Horse. So I guess we made the Our Job is Beach joke before Barbie, but Sorry. we made it horse. <laughs> Uh, our job is, a, I think this must have also been a fan band, probably because we were still in our goo for brains phase. Yes, we were. Um, and then we did a Q&A because we were in our <laughs> goo for brains phase. Yes. Um, this was all the sort of prologue to we're too tired to do a weekly release. Yeah. Can you imagine it happened back here at 2.15 and then we did another Seven, 85, 85 episodes. <laughs> 85 episodes. We started getting tired, but we did it for you. <laughs> um, yes. Two, uh, 216 Q&A. 217 Marvel Cinematic Universe. 218 Best Guest at the Wedding. Oh, Sarah Claspel. This is a great episode. This I is a great episode. I love this episode. Um, the, uh, a fan of this episode made uh, art for it and brought it to a recent, recent Cardinal Redbird show for Sarah and I had a sign. Oh, um, I'm dying. That's have so had you cute. Sign it too if you had been there. Aw, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah, this one was so fun. Leslie quickly turns her night around when she starts the party. Oh, around when she starts the party at a wedding after being fired from her catering job there. That's right. She's a caterer at the wedding, gets fired, and then it's like, I'm going to turn this wedding party around. This is a great rom-com. I feel like it's very my best friend, my best friend's wedding vibes. We're like, and this is a great, Sarah's a great guest lead. Yes. Like she is the lead and you and I are being like chaos. And she really takes it and and runs with it. Yeah. Um, She's, Yeah. Uh, fun-loving Leslie turns the night around when she starts the party at a wedding after being fired from her catering job there. Follow her foray into business, witness two absolute lovebirds, and see a man with a bit of an eccentric date. It's just a good premise of someone getting fired from a wedding and then immediately joining, joining the that wed- party yes. to like, and like becoming the hit. Yes, there. and I think like the people who are supposed to get married end up calling 
it off, but a different couple is like realizes their love. Like it's very like it's a good premise. Yeah. Um, um and I think thematically, uh, a story that doesn't take place over much time is something we like to do. Yeah, yeah. It's very sort it's of, like one it's night. monocene-esque, yeah. even though it's actually not. But it's just uh, yeah, it's continuous. Um ba -ba 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 -ba. Then we did one called Describe Describe. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a fan band. It's a fan band for sure. Then we, did, <laughs> then we did Minerals and Plants Only with Zeke Nicholson. Okay, well, this is a banger. I, I Yeah, I love this episode for a couple of reasons. One, Zeke is great. Zeke is also one of those people that will push us a little bit edgier than we would normally <laughs> go. When he says Black Rocks Matter, he, we go, okay. We go, yeah, it's funny. Zeke does a, does a whole list of like those yard signs that yeah. you still in see. In this household. In this house. We believe. <laughs> we believe. Minerals are minerals. He does the whole, like, it's so funny. Um also, I play, I think, like a problematic trust fund gem. <laughs> who, who talks about how back in the day when there were Jews. When there like, were Jews, yes. And so, again, uh, both both moments where I'm like, go for it, friends. Yeah. I will sit here and smile. Hold on, I want to scream my wife out the window. Bye. Enjoy Vampire on a Boat. Boat Dracula, as she's calling Don't it. cut this. Don't cut oh, this. Oh, that movie. Oh, that movie, Boat Dracula. Boat Dracula. Coming to theaters now. But this was another, like, this is high concept, low stakes. It's just, like, rocks and gems, which are, like, either upper-class kids or lower-class kids. Yes. All falling in love on, like, a summer where they steal a van or something. Yes. <laughs> this is an animated one. If we ever did an animated show again, which we won't until they uh, support the WGA. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do, 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 do. Okay. Yeah, that's merch that I'm too scared to make. Is that yard sign? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only the only spoof of that yard sign that I like is that in this household we believe the 2001 thriller Michael Clayton is not is like whatever. <laughs> yeah. The one that is like a Michael uh Michael Clayton stand sign. Yes. About like, did you even forget that this legal thriller is so good? <laughs> and actually, as someone who watched it recently, it's so good. I believe it. I mean, the sign signs don't lie. <laughs> I've never seen a sign that lied. Uh, Crips and more. Two, oh, sorry. <laughs> then Marvel Cinematic Universe. 222 is Crips and more with Dan Lippert. Oh, this. I believe this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This one takes place in ancient Rome or ancient Correct. Greece. Correct. Ancient Rome. And we're like, there are some warriors, but the my main memory of this is that Dan and I both know the dispatch song, The General, and you do not. Yeah, that's right. And we keep, there's a song that just sounds like, do you know this song, Jackie? Mm -hmm. It's very like. I it's very East Coast. I feel like I only know it because my like high school boyfriend like went to go play hockey in Boston. He was like, this band's good. And then people going to school in the Midwest, some people knew it and some people didn't. But it's a song that's like, although this doesn't track with Arizona Dan Lippert, but I don't know. That's my best read is that it's more Dispatch is more of an East Coast band. But Dan's a worldly man. He Dan and things. I keep trying to drop this song in. And it is like one of those things where you're like, everyone knows this, right? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't necessarily because you're younger, but like we like Zach. Mm. <laughs> take and a shower shine your shoes and we keep just like you got no time to lose and, and he's like, like yes yes i will take a shower yeah. and i'll shine my i shoes. certainly have no time to lose <laughs> that's the main thing i remember from this yeah i remember losing my mind laughing really hard at something in this one although i couldn't tell you what it was i don't think it was that because that one i was mostly confused i think there was also like a battle scene where people just keep having like surface wounds there was like a some funny like wrestling and joust like I think it does like culminate in 
maybe a Coliseum or something. I think it's like two gods going at each other because it's like trying it's trying like a god to get his groove back. Yeah, Mars, the Roman god of war, is going through a rough patch. There you we go. We were counted by the audience, Crypt Keepers, David, Chrysanthemum, and Sam. <laughs> oh, we had narrators within a show in this one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We sort of like bounced back a chorus. and forth. Yeah, we had a Greek chorus or Roman a Roman chorus. chorus. Yeah. Well, it says in the thing, it's like, is this a Roman story or is it Greek? So even then we were not sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was probably just laughing because you and Dan are both so funny. Welcome to the bread show is episode 223. <laughs> it's gotta be a fan band. Absolutely. 224. The other Scottish pe- play with Katie Barry. This <laughs> oh. one has tiny spider lady. Yeah. <laughs> tiny spider. That's what I remember is that Katie played a, a very, Katie, by the way, doing a show called diamond goddess, crystal pussy at the, at the fringe right now. God bless it. Which is a show about self love. And also I think she does improvise songs. If you're at the fringe, go check it out. Love Katie Barry. Um, uh, yeah, this is like a witch has trapped a bunch of people in Scotland in a play. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. It's like a it's a small theater story where it's like people in the cast are maybe also ghosts and people keep getting trapped and like, oh, we must be these must be October releases. Like, I feel like we were maybe calling the shots for them to be have a little spoopy energy. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yes, then she plays like literally a tiny spider woman at one point. Who's doing an act and everyone's like, I don't hear her. What and, is, I can't hear her. And I think you and I, at least one of us plays like a ghost child who like you don't know is a ghost for the longest time. Yes. I think we're a bunch of heckling audience members and then one of them turns out to be a ghost. I've been here this whole time. That's right. It's very much that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a little ghost boy. I could look it up to know for sure. Uh, shout out to there was someone else who tagged us on socials that was like I'm a new off book fan so all these episodes are very recent for me and I have to control every time I want to um actually Zach and Jess about their own show because it's like so much more recent in their brain so oh, yeah by the way we're frequently wrong about what's happening oh my god shows. please I'm um, actually please I'm um, actually us it's totally fine we don't remember this is a this is both like a fun little like celebration walk down but it's mostly supposed to be like a brainstorm thing so whatever storms our brains is what's coming out. Yes. So it's important for you to know that like you've listened to all of these one time. We've not listened to a single one of these episodes ever. Ever. We were there when they happened and we don't really remember. And we actually sometimes purposely force them out of our brains because there's no room in there for 300 of these. But yes, this one has uh, Henry, a Victoria ghost twin. Yes. Harrietta, a Victorian ghost twin. So surprise, surprise, both of us. (laughs) I thought so. We're ghost twins. Um, But yes, it is funny. I think we also like, we'll say things like, someone pointed this out in the Discord recently. It was like, we were trying to remember what episode something came from. We were like, oh, it must've been so fun. And in the same episode, we had said like, I don't remember anything about this episode and just moved on. And that was the episode that the thing came That's from. amazing. Uh, in this moment, I can't remember what we're talking about, which makes this whole thing super useless. <laughs> but I have just said, sorry. Um, which cat is that? That is upset? Boo. If you can, you won't, you can cut all this out. That's Boo. Someone is bothering Boo. Someone is bothering Boo at the door. Someone <laughs> is bothering Boo. Someone is bothering Boo from the floor. Someone is bothering Boo 
In the wiki will have one song listed for this episode. Sorry, two. One is driver's license and the other is someone is bothering Bell. Um The um, Rogers and Hammerstein, someone is bothering yeah. Bell. Right. Someone is bothering Boo at the door. Someone is bothering Boo. It's Smoggy. It's my cat Smoggy. It's bothering Bill. Um, they've both been let into the room. This is probably a mistake. Yep. Now Boo is hissing at Smoggy. Someone yep. let Boo into the room from the door. Someone let Boo in, in the, the room. room. Oh, dinky dink. Yeah. You guys got to get out of here. Um, okay. Marvel Cinematic Universe. 226 Soap Opera with Kelly Marie Tran. This is a great one. This is a great one. Is this the one that has Britney Spears in it, or is mm-hmm. that the next time we have her on? No, I think we only have her once. Oh, no, it's this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. This says, as the public unravels the fact that all soap is soap, everyone is doing everything they can to put their own stake in the matter. Okay, so people have realized that all soap is the same, and soap companies are freaking out because they all <laughs> thought that they had, like a lock on like branding soap. People were like, actually soap is just soap. Uh, big and also- soap. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is big <laughs> soap. Anti-big soap. And then Britney, and then Kelly plays Britney Spears and pulls out some like deep biographical knowledge. And Absolutely. we do, we do a very fun mashup. Yeah. There's also a song called Oops, That Snake Gave You Hives. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Uh, this, yeah, this one's a revolution against big business. Unsurprising. Um, again, check our receipts, y'all. <laughs> this is a fan band 227 Trench Wizard. Oh, fun. Fun. Every fun. time I hear anything, though, I just want to put it to James Pilot. Trench Wizard! <laughs> Wizard of Trench! <laughs> James Pilot! By the way, when we said we were going to write a... Uh, um, a um, uh, a theme song that we never wrote for Time Fountain. The idea was to use that song. Yes. Time Fountain, That's Fountain. No time. Time. I think I've said that before. Yeah. 228. Mariah, where are you? Oh, by the way, someone, sorry, rewind real quick. Someone made a video game of Trench Wizard. Yes. A playable game on Incredible. like RPG Maker, which is insane. And we'll just use this moment to say that Trench Wizard has made its way into a project that Zach and I have written, but who knows if we'll ever see it? Who knows it. if you'll ever see it? But, but we're, when and if you see it, you're you, gonna you're gonna freak out. <laughs> we're gonna be like, wait, our friends with that stupid thing in this Easter thing. egg. It's in there in a sort of big way, it, and it actually takes sort of a lot of work to justify it <laughs> yeah. that we don't do. That we don't do we at go, all. We go, for some reason, it's this game. It, it is the biggest um, sort of off-book, and maybe the only, but it is a glaring off-book Easter egg in this musical. There is currently another song where we say, don't talk about my friend that way, but... Mm, it might have been cut in the last cut of that song. That song now starts at the chorus. It might be gone. We got to put it back in. We got to put it back in. Um, but yes, just so you know, you if we ever get to make this movie, knock on wood, I hope we do, and you come and see it, your off-book fans, this song will come on. Everyone will be like, this, this- is... Fun. I don't understand why this song is called Trench Wizard, and hopefully it won't matter to them, but you will know why. <laughs> you will know why. <laughs> um, great. That's the off-book promise. That's the I off-book promise. You will know why. <laughs> 228, Mariah, who are you with Matt Rogers? This is great. This is um, this is another... in. 
this is pretty close in proximity to the Crips one, but this is one where um, Zach doesn't realize we're doing Sex in the City. For, I think I do realize it. But for a I, bit. For a bit. And also, once I realize it, it doesn't really help because I don't know anything about Sex in the <laughs> right. City. It's us being excited for the drop of the first season of And Just Like That. And wow, was your anticipation justified? <laughs> I mean, it is a cultural phenomenon. That's what I'm say saying. What you, no, yeah. no, no. That's not unironically. What and, a show. And this is great. It's like, it's like a Sex in the City story, but it also involves another like New York tiny bit of information that I love, which is Sandy Kenyon, the man who does movie reviews on um, like ABC local local news in New York and his movie reviews play in cabs. So if you're like taking cabs in New York City, you can be like, I'm Sandy Kenyon and I think Dracula boat movie is good. <laughs> and so we make the star of the show is Sandy Kenyon's wife, who's finally getting up the courage to leave him. And there's, I think the final song might be called in just like that. Oh yes. I'm pretty sure it is. And that, that is, that goes over my head at the yeah, time. That's the specific, the specificity of that. I think, you know what we're doing. Cause we might say stuff like I'm such a Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe that there's a vampire in this one and his name is Cullen and it's played by you? His name is Cullen. Yeah. Wow. No, this is, it's a, it's a straight up twilight drop. Yeah. 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 I can't believe I was so on the nose. It's <laughs> <laughs> a song called Gay Iconic. Oh, uh, yes. This three is... ladies taking on New York. Yes. Uh, drop the book. We're a club. <laughs> Matt Rogers is so funny. Truly. Uh, it doesn't need to be said, but I'll say it. Um, okay. 229. Bread time. Who will survive with Rachel Bloom? This is, if I recall. This is a Hanukkah episode. Yes, it is a Hanuk It is a retelling of Hanukkah episode bedtime story. Um, sorry, Brett, cut this out and that weird long pause where I tried to remember if it was a Hanukkah episode. Thank you. Do you want to say the title again? Yes, bread time. Who will survive? This is a Hanukkah episode. This is, I think, the second Rachel Hanukkah episode. Yes, we're doing our we're traditioning here. Tradition uh, said on the sixth night of Hanukkah, three siblings discover their origins and make a wish on a star and help their mother with a movie pitch. That's right. We get a little inside baseball on this one, but we do the uh, someone does become a fire duck. Fire duck is in this one. Yes, yes I believe. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. The wiki has questions every pitch needs to answer. This starts real and goes off the rails. Why? Why me? Why now? Starring who? Starring what? What makes this night different from all other nights? <laughs> Which is Passover, not Hanukkah. But it's still very good. Uh, yeah, and then we ended it with, when you see a Hanukkah star, you're in luck because you're about to be a fire duck. Yeah, fire I think duck. the kid sees, like, we think he's going to become a fire truck, but he's just like, fire duck. We're like, what'd you say? Fire duck. Oh, yeah, he makes a wish to become a fire duck. That's right. Um... Uh, we have a, we have a, we have a song here called picture book of a pitch to Pixar, which I recall being very good. Yes. That you, seems good. Um, it seems like it goes like this picture, a book of a pitch to Pixar. By the way, speaking of waltzes, do you watch only murders in the building? I haven't started this season yet. Okay. I'm enjoying this season a lot. All that aside, there are this there's a musical in canon in this season um, and Meryl Streep sings a song from it that is like a lullaby waltz. And as I was listening to it, I was like, this is actually 
quite good. I love that. Who wrote this song? And it's Pesic and Paul and Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> Why do they write everything? Well, I love Sarah getting involved. Yeah. My girl. We yeah, don't but, know each other, but we will. Yeah, but also we classic Pesic. Classic. Classic them. But I was, but I was just watching the show. I was like, this is, this song is really good. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. Have you seen theater camp? No. Did you like it? Did no, you see I've it? been wondering if it's good. I liked it. It's very, very fun whilst watching. And then some, you may walk away and go, that was a that movie started as a short. Mm, that makes sense. Mm. But even still, that did, did not take away from I had a blast whilst watching. Great. And that's all you need. And it was a, it was a total joy. But they have they have songs within it. And most of them are like lovely and fun. But the the finale I have been listening to. Oh, but also I'll, I went to theater camp and I cried. when. Well, I, yeah, certainly. That's yeah. A, that's a, I never has a movie been for you more. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I, do, I, I feel weird seeing it because I'm scared that it will make me angry. If it, that makes I sense, don't think like, it, it'll make me I don't think like it inaccurate. Will. I don't think it will. The things that like I it left me wishing for are so nitpicky. They're like the things that take it from a B plus to an A minus or an A minus to an A. They're so like, oh, yeah, I guess if we had like a little more time with some kids, you know, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is it felt very even though I went to a theater camp that doesn't have auditions and isn't competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the type that this one is. Mm. It's like you we're going to find the best kids and put them in yeah. this show. Even I, with that, there was still so much that I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what it feels yeah. like to be at theater camp. I've seen a couple speech and debate movies that have been so wildly inaccurate that it's like driven me from ever seeing any We object to fear. I know. Mm -hmm. yeah. This whole exercise, just for us just to script to go out back that and do We object to fear. <laughs> the problem with that one is that when we turn it into a movie, we can't do it because we're too old now. We'll just pen 15 it. I agree. I think I think you should pen fifteen it and play all of the characters also in different costumes. Hey, hey. Jackie, this might don't be have, where we end. Don't have to tell me twice, Jackie. <laughs> but you want me to do all the roles? Uh, yes, sure, please. I guess I can. Um, Two thirty is the is marvelous thing about you. Okay, so we did bring a rug into the house today for the first <laughs> time. My cat is losing her mind. She's doing great. Boo, Either doing un great. very unhappy or very happy. No, 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 loving it. Look at <laughs> look at this cat. She's a little raccoon. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness. Brett, there's going to be a long silence that you can cut out here while we look at um, Boo. Okay, we're going to push forward to the to the break real quick. Great. You can still cut this out. And okay. 231, they died on Space Mountain with Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Hell this yeah. was an absolute delight. You had met Ben Schwartz previous to this. I don't think I had. Not really. Yeah, maybe not. Um, yes. Ben and I, start, I started doing some of his Largo shows and now I like tour with him. Um, Are you, by the way, allowed to say shows that you were in were his coming up? Are yeah. Uh, oh, no, I'm not. I no, he likes it all to be a surprise. Okay, cut this out, bro. I, I guess I could tell you past tense ones. I was in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was in Seattle. Can we can we tell people Okay, we can't tell people which ones you are. Or can we not even say that? Well, you're, I would just you, say like if you were on the fence about seeing Ben Schwartz, you should go see it because the shows are a blast and there's a 50-50% chance you'll see me. There have been sweet fans. I've met I've met fans at Ben Schwartz shows. There you go. Um, but they're, they're it's a non-zero chance if you see a Ben Schwartz show that Jessica will be there. Yes. Let's say that. Yes, I think that's true. Great. Um, 
yeah, I don't remember. I think maybe the first thing I did was maybe a comedy bang bang episode with him or something. And then I started doing Largo shows and I was like, you gotta do my podcast. And he was a little like, uh, well, at first I tried to, we tried to get him for a live show and That's he was right. like, that sounds like a big leap. It is stressful to do our show. And it is also stressful to do our show in front of strangers. Yes. Um, so he did this episode where, that that involves canonical Ken Marino. Yes. Um, and <laughs> also an absolute joy. Yes. Um, and uh, also who I'm now weirdly spending time That's with right. in a dad jam band. That's right. Um, but uh, it involves Space Mountain. It involves uh, like a, a haggard dad trying to take his kids. His to two Disneyland. kids who are, I think, a pain. In, yeah. In various ways. And I think he sells like soaps out of his car. Someone sells like car soaps yeah, or candles or something Candle, in, in like the, in parking, the parking lot. lot. Yeah. In the Disneyland parking lot. But he loves Disneyland as do you and I, as do we. Yeah. Wow. And we're really on a Disneyland kick here because two thirty two is a country bear jamboree with podcast, the ride. This is very fun. This is a, this is a crossover episode where yes, it was also released on their feed. Where we the premise is is that us, the host of our podcast and the host of their podcast, all go see the Country Bear Jamboree <laughs> together, and then we also do that show, and then we perform it. So we perform like bluegrass style music, but then also I think we make a move where one, if not all, the bears are real bears. They are, <laughs> except for one who is played by Jason, who is an opossum who sings, I think, the funniest song of the whole thing, which is about an opossum that showed up to a yard sale early, and they won't <laughs> sell him anything and he sings the song but I'm here now <laughs> he wants to buy things at the yard sale before it's open and it's an absolute delight mm -hmm. um, hey Disney I know you've done the Country Bears music or the Country Bears movie already but give us the IP but also give us any of the IP you just made two haunted mansions you mm -hmm. might as well make, you just made two haunted mansions might as well make a second Country Bear mm -hmm. we were in the process of pitching to do something for Disney and they were like what IP do you want and we sent them back like nine nine they were like oh no those are all in development and then we sent them back like another six and we were like no 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 those are all in development and then we were like can you tell us the ones that aren't in development? Uh, yeah. And they said, no, no, we cannot. We were like, well, then I don't understand how this so process is supposed playing, to. Like, darts in the yeah. dark. Yeah. Like trial and error. Yeah. Until you find one. We were literally like that goat with dynamite. The in dynamite mouth. goat from and they were like, Big Thunder Mountain. I was like, can't yeah, imagine can. Big Thunder Mountain. What? They're like, how about Tiki, the birds from Tiki yeah. Room, they're like, well, we're already doing okay, it. The Tiki Room is in Lin development. Miranda is Listen. already sort of like working on oh. the Tiki Room. Oh, the Tiki Bird thing. <laughs> It, yeah, we, we would, can't we, have them all. Eventually, he, he'll give yeah. us some crumbs. Eventually, he'll die. And I don't say that in a mean way. It's just like true of all humans. <laughs> I know, but I'd love for our career to not have to wait till then. I never love waiting for the death of anyone. Yeah, I don't want to root for that. And I know. certainly don't want to have to facilitate the death no. <laughs> to speed up my own career. No. 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 <laughs> You've heard it here. No. No. That's a line we won't cross. Okay, I'll delete the note. <laughs> yeah, delete the note, Jackie. Yes, we'll do Fantasyland Trash Can the musical. Give us the IP to that one trash can at Fantasyland. Disney just had this crazy auction. Um, there was this one guy who had bought like a bunch of Disney memorabilia mm -hmm. and like parts of the park as it had been decommissioned over the years. Mm -hmm. And it was on display in Burbank. You could just like oh, come yeah. and see it as it was being auctioned off. So there was like Tiki Room birds that had been refurbished. There was a bunch of like 
a bunch of trash cans from all of the various <laughs> I mean, lands. They have great themed trash they cans. I would love cans. to have a themed trash can. And in my you backyard. can for just twenty or thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> so I watched John Stamos's Hot Ones, and he bought the D from like a giant freeway sign that was like Disneyland this way. That, yeah, the D or G, whichever one it is. Um, it's not in his signature font. It's oh. in that other kind of more like bubbly font. Yeah. yeah. The thing was really sneaky because you could buy like a piece of the uh, of um leaves from the from the jungle boat ride, mm. jungle cruise, and you would look at it and be like, "This is on bid for like two thousand bucks. Like I can afford a two thousand dollar leave. I mean, I can't, but like, and but like, I'm sure it sold for much, 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 much more than that. Um, you could buy a doom buggy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Which is where actually all not my hottest makeouts have happened. Oh yeah? <laughs> you were making out on Haunted Mansion a lot? Of course. Don't those carts frequently face other carts? Not frequently, and I know when they do. Okay, hell yeah, girl. There's and a, that makes it hotter. Yeah, yeah, there's tons of sections where you can't see anyone else. I'm trying to think where I've made out in Disneyland anywhere. I definitely have. Don't worry, I definitely have. I've definitely also made out in Disneyland. I mean, Haunted Mansion is the makeout ride. Yeah, it's the dark, it's mm. one of the, yeah. Uh, we had a lot of people who made out on pirates, but I was like, you're in a big boat. Yeah. There's a lot of families yeah, inside the rest. Yeah. Well, for us, it would have been grad night where there are no families, only grads and a bunch of, uh, sure. Drugs. Wow. So many people. Got, that sounds like a great time. Yeah. So many people got in trouble for drugs on grad night, Disneyland night. Not me. Cause I was scared of drugs. Oh, um, but yeah, grad night at Disneyland was fun. Highly recommend going to high school in California. That's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then we will do this one more and then we'll, we'll go to, to our, to a break to order food. Cause what is this? 233. Oh, a third. Yeah. I love it. A third. We'll take two breaks. I love it. Cause we're going to need a break to eat the food. Mm -hmm. I fucking love this thought. <laughs> yeah. 233, a Christmas duet with Paul of Tompkins <laughs> and Nicole Parker. Well, what can you say? What can you say they're perfect. They're perfect. They're perfect, beautiful, and I love them. people. Okay, this is when we're trying to get Mr. and Mrs. Claus back together. Mr. and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and I think that there's a very funny thing that happens in like the very beginning where uh, Nicole, exactly where Nicole calls Paul. There is an animatic of this. You can find it online somewhere. Um, maybe it's recently posted in the Offbook Facebook group. Um, but I'm sure someone there or on the Discord can direct you to it where... We know that there's Mr. and Mrs. Claus and Nicole calls to Paul, Paul, but she doesn't say Santa. She says some other, she tells like David or something. Does she not call him Chris? She also does not call him Chris. Okay. Yeah. She picks a third name. Nick? Not thinking. No, it's okay. not. It is not a Santa name. Okay, great. It's David? Just, it's, it's something like that. And he's like, I hate that you call me that. And it's just that. And then I think the elves all go do. The elves or the reindeer take improv classes and end up doing an improv I think set. the reindeer take improv classes, but the elves are trying to put down. The, the premise is, is that everyone else on the North Pole is like, if we put on a show so good, it'll. We can get the classes back together. We can get back them back together. together. That's right. Yeah. We can make the clauses reconcile because they met performing in like That's regional not, theater. They met, or was it back? Yeah, they they met during they not, met not like the Catskills yeah. or something like that. They met on stage. Um, but yeah, what what can you say about Paul and Nicole? They're perfect. They're our perfect duet. They're they are out. They are our our <laughs> perfect, perfect duet. duet. And we are going to take a short break, not for an hour, but it is our break. We'll be right back. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back, test, test. Hello, hello. Say that again. (laughs) (laughs) One Um, more time, Jackie. uh, I saw a tweet one time that said, my ancestors never dreamed of having this many tabs open. We're lucky. We live in such a time. Such a time. Time If my grandfather could see the amount of tabs. (laughs) When my grandfather was flying, was an accountant for the army, he only ever had one tab, (laughs) ever. When my grandfather had a tab, it was a soda. When my my great-grandmother... Came over here to escape the Holocaust. Sorry, it got dark. <laughs> all right, you win. Hold on. She didn't have any tabs at all. Oh. Um, the Germans keeping tabs on movement. You know, right? Okay. Now what my brain just wanted to sing was, thank you for being a Jew. <laughs> And I do thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Listen, it's my it's my pleasure to provide such a service. But that's what I'm we're here to talk about today. Look, yes, we've kept drinking. Yes, we ordered. We pizza. ordered food. We had some crunch attack. We had some crunch attack. We said hi to cats. We said mm-hmm. hi to a bunch of cats. Um, so we're in episode two thirty four, which is Brett doesn't know rent, which is fan band. But yeah. Brett doesn't know rent. To my knowledge, he still doesn't know rent, and that's okay. Which is crazy. It's crazy to not know rent because everything <laughs> is rent. So it's like if you don't know anything, you, if you know anything, you should right, know like that tiny every- cars are rent. <laughs> Inflatable pools are rent. Having three cats is rent. Rent, 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 rent. Because everything is rent. Interesting. Now, I know that, Jackie, you joined us on the first time we did that, but then you sort of bailed on the second time. Yeah, Why likely is that? modulated slightly. It's not my favorite Rent song. Sure, it's no one's. It's no one's favorite. What is okay. your favorite? Wait, no, wait, 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 w
is. Wait, wait, wait. I want us all to say it at the same time. Okay, but hold on. I'll say mine first because it's definitely right. Is it, Oh, you're going to make a joke first. Yes, but now you said that I'm going to make a joke first. I just want the people to make sure they know it's Okay, happening. wait. The, the one that I sing the most or the one that is my favorite? Okay, take your time to think of the one that is your favorite. Zach's going to make a joke. Mm, everyone's favorite red song is the eyes song that Roger sings at the end. <laughs> your eyes. That one. What's it called? I don't even know what it's called. Your eyes. Yeah. It is. When I say this goodbye, kinging them out of my mind. Yeah. That's like one of those, it's a media self own where someone's like, and now to play the best song ever it happens yeah. in Hadestown too, where they're like, yes. a melody you can never forget. And yes. I can't tell and you. And then I, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. And, and this song, this is what I was going to say is that the song about him exactly. struggling to write the song is it's significantly so much better than the actual song. Now I'm no longer on the platform Twitter slash X, but that's one of my very few tweets is like, <laughs> isn't it crazy how one song glory is so much better than your eyes? One song glory is incredible. And I think that your eyes was widely regarded to be probably a candidate for being rewritten had Jonathan Larson not died. Okay, should we all say our favorite actual Ren song in the calendar? Our actual favorite? Our actual and again, favorite. this is this is the one that is our favorite, not the one we sing the most. Correct. Although I will be interested in the B answer when we are done. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Jackie? Okay. Okay. One, two, three. I'll cover you okay. reprise. Mm, okay, that's great. a great answer. I didn't hear yours. Mine is Living in America. Okay. Mine was Take Me or Leave Me. Great. Ooh, fantastic. These are bangers. I mean, and, listen, the Tango Maureen, also okay. great. Yeah. Fi oh, not to mention Seasons of Love, which is probably- and, uh, Listen, I love you, Boem. Yeah. <laughs> the days of inspiration, playing hooky, making something out of nothing. The need to express, to communicate. And sing. I have to. Sorry. You have to, because otherwise we'll be here all night. Yeah, Rent's very good, actually. Although, I did just see, recently, Beetlejuice. And oh. it was described to me as- Jackie, you're a member of Generation Z, so perhaps you'll resonate with this. At least on TikTok, it's it is to them what rent is to us. That can't be possible. I don't think it's hundred percent true. However, I will say this: having seen it at the Pantages, people in the audience fucking lose their mind for Beetlejuice. And let me also say, it is a fun show. I think the people in it are great. It's really fun. It is both like dark and also. Just very silly. Mm. Um, but I feel like Rent speaks to that part where you're like, you're, that part of yourself at 16, 17, it's like, that's right. This is about something. Yeah. Well, here's and the also weird thing. like, this world sucks. Yeah. And I'm here to like, just be an artist. <laughs> here's the weird thing about it you though. You can't make me pay rent. I don't know that Beetlejuice had like massive initial Broadway run success. It has mostly become a like, phenomenon post that from it's, social media. It's interesting because when I saw that Beetlejuice was a musical and the like art from it and the performance from it, I thought that it was just Heather's basically. Like right. I, I thought that it was like that kind of like pulpy musical that's like yeah. ultimately a little bit disappointing despite some great music. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really engaged with it. I would say engage. It's fun. My niece, who's part of later Generation Z, is that, all... And that's crazy. Generation... Let me say this. Generations are too big. They're too big. Do you mean later Generation Z is in me? Or do you mean, like, younger than like me? Like, so younger much, than younger, you. than much, you. much younger than me. Like, if you're... 
cuspy Gen Z. I am cuspy. Yeah. She's like cuspy the other direction. Okay. So she's 15. She's, she's generation. Are we cusp or are we right in the middle? We're dead center of millennial. So she could be Gen Alpha. millennial, <laughs> no matter which way you go. We're firmly a millennial and we like avocado toast. <laughs> avocado toast is good. Is it also too expensive? Yes. Both things but can be true. But that's not why we can't afford houses. Okay. Um, I just think she's all about like Hamilton and and six. Really, sure. People sure. are really married six. to six. Six. Um, she is not, she's not been a part of Beetlejuice at all. It's crazy how Hamilton was like a huge success and then suddenly everybody it turned on it. Yeah, it became cringe. Yeah. People turned on Hamilton. Oh, big time. Interesting. I mean, that is, also, I mean, for anything that becomes that big in the culture, there's a, a counterculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. Can't, can't ignore it. Hamilton is like, though, sort of the defining musical of the time. Like, mm, like lo- love it or hate it. Nothing has had the reach in, that Hamilton has had In since. like 10 or tw- 15 or 20 more years. Since Rent, I would people say. Will just, I, I would agree with you. People will just, the haters will quiet down because it'll be like, you will only be able to see how momentous it The was. haters' voices will fall to the chorus of those who support loudly. <laughs> and this is the part where they say, oh yeah, Hamilton's back to show us where it's at. Man, Jessica did such, by the way, in this movie musical that we're writing, Jessica did such a funny Lin-Manuel Miranda take of a... <laughs> there's like a very small joke in a song where there's like a rapid series of characters. One of them we wrote in as a funny, like a revolutionary person, not even thinking that it was a, a Hamilton-style thing. None of this makes sense out of context. The point is, Jessica decided to do a Lin-Manuel Miranda take of it, and it is so funny. Thanks, man. It, it sounds. Ba- it sounds basically like what I just did. It's that, yeah, but it's also very good. Isn't that kind of part of the reason that people have turned on it as well, is that it's so easy to parody? Yes. Like, I think that that's But so was Rent. I mean, and it's true. I mean, it's God, true. I mean, like my my love for I I was never a, an insane. I was way more into Wicked than I was into Rent when, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think they even came out at the same time. Rent, way no, no, Rent's Rent. much older. But yeah, like my musical theater crowd, I didn't go nuts for Rent the way that my. Uh, like, oh man, I went. I I was late. I remember my sister fell in love with Rent on like the first national tour. I think she saw Neil Patrick Harris in like oh, an wow. LA cast in like probably 1998 mm. and was like, this is my everything. This is my whole identity. Mm-hmm. And she would play the soundtrack all the time. And I'd be like, mom, are you just going to let her play that? It has swears. <laughs> <laughs> and it has much more than more, swears. More also, Jessica said this has never been said. Mom, are you just going to let her play that? It has swears. <laughs> it also then, has AIDS I and know. prostitution. That part I'm fine with. I, I'm okay with deep thematic <laughs> resonance just no swears um and then uh, and then i didn't see it till my like junior year of high school or something and then i was like wait it's this is the best it's thing. certainly magical yeah this is the best thing mm-hmm. first time i saw it live was the non-union tour that came through los angeles maybe like four or five <laughs> years ago really yeah oh so you, that's almost already too old you have yeah. to like see it i had already i had been in this yeah in the, like i didn't see it when it was first coming and, out and doing it and thing. i think you have to see it by the time you're like 21 at the latest no, so that you can, it was my 30s yeah that's too late you have to be i already like, knew that you do have to pay rent and it's weird if you've been living somewhere for a long time and you're yes. like actually we're not gonna pay i'm on benny's side and i know because yeah, very yeah, yeah. quickly you're like well benny shouldn't make them back pay because they had a deal but they should that. pay going forward yeah. yeah they shouldn't just get to live rent free now what they sh- should do is have the state 
helping them with their health care. Sure. And not ignoring the AIDS pandemic. That's what you guys should write is healthcare. Healthcare the musical. Healthcare the, the musical. <laughs> Let's stop the podcast. Because we have to we have to get to the lab. Cover California and Obamacare. <laughs> I do think that California will have universal health care before the country does. I think we're on the well, way. Well definitely to more they need states to prove its ability first. We'll prove it. Fucking dare us, bro. Dare us, bro. We have to get back to talking about episodes. Yep. Okay, let's do 10 really quick. Okay. 10 really quick, starting with... Wait a minute, 234, Brett doesn't know rent. Did we say that already? Yeah, that's how we got this whole <laughs> thing going. <laughs> Oops, two drinks. That's all it takes, folks. Um, then Marvel Cinematic Universe, Team Baby Rattlesnake. Well, 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 look at these eggs. That's a fan band. And that's a reference to baking it. Yes, these little deviled eggs. A joke yeah. that we really tried to get in there that I think didn't actually make the cut. Well, because Jackie, do you want to give some BTS? There was an episode where the teams were divided into angels and devils. Oh, that's right. Season one, they got either oh, like yes. angel ingredients or devil ingredients. Was that season one? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and because I can picture, <clears throat> I can picture certain people in the costumes. Great. They basically made the same thing, right? I kind of don't remember. They all made like spicy chicken sandwiches. Spicy, it was, yeah, they basically <laughs> on both waffles. Made, yeah, yeah, they basically both. But made. I do remember Zach pitching at one point. We were like trying to just get the copy for transition for the host copy, and Zach was like, "Okay, well, 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 look at those little deviled eggs made into the savory ingredients." That's right. Uh, that joke was good cut. times. It but was. It stayed in our hearts, and so it survived. Brent. Much like Advantage Calendar. Oh, the great picture, oh, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> Did that ever get in? No, it won't. Season three. Season there we three. Go. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Strike's got to stop. But if it stops, do we have to go into production immediately? My God, Not again. I can't do it again. But that's what it would be, right? Like it would normally be in production right now. I know. Yeah. But we'll just do Evergreens again. Yeah. And this is some inside baseball talk. Smart, <laughs> smart though. Yeah, those evergreens can play on NBC and get us those residues. Which they did during the pandemic because NBC ran out of stuff to air. And so they had to go air something that was just on Peacock. And because they did it, they had to pay us. Thereby allowing us to be on strike longer to help them be on destroyed. Okay. You get it. You get it. <laughs> this was planned. We planned it. We've planned it all. It's part of our four-dimensional chess. <laughs> Much like episode 237, Fueled by Retrograde. That's a fan band. We're clearly in production and or tired. 238, Q&A, 2&A. Good name for an episode, but you know what it is. It's Pretty a Q&A. 239, High T. Also a fan band. 240, Questing Flynn. Also a fan band. Wait, wait, wait. That sounds like it might be a narrative, though. Which one? Questing Flynn. Sounds like it might be. Let's check. I didn't even look at high T. This kind of sounds like Omicron's back, and we <laughs> feel bad about asking guests. I mean, I <laughs> not think to be I, bring I, the darkness in, I but I think I, that's <laughs> literally what's happened. It's like we were like, go oh, uh, hot back summer, and hot back summer has ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is a jam band. Mm. Okay, never mind. I thought it was because sometimes you and I would do two person narratives. Oh, sorry, it might be. I was looking at High T because we skipped right through it. High T is a fan band. Questing Flynn, yeah, you're right. An ever curious boy navigating the fourth grade when a mysterious storm shows up near the school. Hearts open up and secrets are revealed as everyone tries to discover what the purple and gold cloud is. Meanwhile, a teacher is on an adventurous and sweet vacation in the Florida Keys. 
Oh, is this have a song about trying all the key lime? Every key lime pie in the Florida Keys. Yes. yes. Leave it for you to find. That storm has Lakers colors. Seems like a time where we were talking to Dana about her interest in weather. It does sound like Wiccans that. Wiccans on the Stickens loves weather. <laughs> loves storms specifically. She, she'd be a little storm chaser if we let her, but we don't let her. We won't ever. Her. We won't let her. <laughs> we won't let her out to chase those storms. She'll get too wet. Yeah. And, and then if you're not wet, you get burned. <laughs> if you're not wet, you're burned. You're either burned or you're wet. Pick. Or both. Pick sides. Both. <laughs> 241. Jessica's called shot. That's the title? Yeah. Oh, geez. 244 episode. Uh, it is a jam band. You called some shot. I remember what it is. Starting off strong with a song dictated by Jess. I think you turned to each member of the band. It's like Brett. You go like, bum, bum, oh, bum, yeah, bum, yeah, bum. Yeah. Scott. You're like, didn't it? It was a great song. It Those are f- that's fun to do. <laughs> yeah, because it's like mm, I kind of know how songs go, but I don't know how to play all these. But you go like da 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 da. da. <laughs> Listen, writing music is easy if you turn to very uh, talented musicians and say, do a thing like this. Da 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 da. da. Two forty two, the off book pilot with Darcy Carden. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, gosh, what time is happening? Where um, it is twenty sixteen or seventeen? Oh, I meant like, why are we on a run of such weird episodes right now? I wonder because COVID. Because we can't release. We ha- we don't want to have people in the room. Okay, I'm- and so we've just in this like huge stretch. Yeah. Um, this has a fun song with a dolphin, or like a. Get, get, get out of the dolphin tank. Yeah. Or get into the dolphin tank. Get out of the dolphin tank. So we, um, this was. The very first episode. Actually the first episode of Off Book that we ever did. Yes. Is this one, which is why it's called The Pilot. Yeah. Um, it's very fun. It has, it's just Scott because we haven't added drums or, mm-hmm. or um, guitar yet. Although Dana and Brett are both working on the show already. Um, <laughs> Everything is banned. <laughs> did it? Uh, and it's Darcy who is hilarious and great, and it's longer. It's about the. Excuse me, Brett, cut that out. <laughs> uh, it's longer. It's one. Of, it's it's maybe like one ten as the narrative. Yeah, and then we got the note from Earwolf that they wanted it to be shorter, so we recorded a second unreleased pilot with Ross that is like forty minutes, and then we decided to ignore that note and just do them about an hour anyway. Yeah, or like aim for fifty. We aim for fifty, and we usually land. But we're like the stars. just relax already. Yeah. Um, um two forty three is every place I cried to. Second encore. Second encore. Does that mean it's the third one? Yeah. Okay. Because the second one has the ghost horse. Yes. What is this one? Is this live? Um, we had them in studio. <laughs> due to some recording troubles, Zach and Jess have let every place I cry to upload another episode. Okay. That's uh, a fun joke that we made in the description. <laughs> um, to join the gang as they prepare for the dome tour. Practice songs like My Elevator, You Broke My Heart, and Then My Nards, and Dino Stomp. It doesn't say it's live. My Elevator, Man in the Earer, School is Like a Prison, Deep Deep V's Jingle. Oh, this is not live. No, but this this is... This is very funny where we talk about selling deep, deep V's for women with double D's. Deep, deep V's for your double Double D's. D's. Yeah. 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 Big, big cars live from Houston in a state of post-nut sleepiness. 
don't know what that means. I mean, I could never even try to explain it. Every, every place, place I, I cry is live. Speaking of which. School is like a prison. Live Every Place I Cry show in Los, Los Angeles, Angeles. September on, 3rd. That's right. With Wolves of Glendale. In a backyard. If you're here, you don't want to miss it. Once you get the ticket, you'll get the address. It's going to be a fun party vibe. It's going to be rad as. Can I get on the list? Hell you're yeah. on the list already. Hell Jackie, yeah. you are the list. You're the list. Jackie, you're responsible <laughs> yeah. for the list. You're producing the show. And Jackie, running the door. please run the list. <laughs> 244, Panera de Bergerac live. <laughs> Boy, do we love Panera. This is a live episode from Philly in 2019. Oh, damn. We really reached back. We reached back because it was fun. It's from Good Good Comedy Theater, RIP, in Philly. <sighs> um, two friends who attempt to hang with their crush after being left alone for a weekend with $200. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> Whoever is writing all these wiki summaries, and I think it's a number of people. Great job. Great job. I think good. that's what my parents used to leave us behind. 200 bucks? Yeah, but there's three weekend. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like maybe three pizza orders. Yeah. And emergency money in the 90s for we, three kids. We said it before. I think for I mentioned everyone on the- Probably two nights. Seems like not that much money still. Well, back then, back in my day- Back in my order, day, $200 you would could buy you a like, small condominium <laughs> on the Hollywood Street. I think you could get like from local delivery- if you got pizza one night, it'd be like 40 bucks. And then what do you eat for breakfast, though? Whatever, whatever we had to eat. Pizza again. The, the kitchen wouldn't be empty. Yeah, oh, sure. The parents didn't take all the food when they left. Adults lived there and it was stocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like an empty house. <laughs> um, I think, forgive me if the time between the last episode has rotted my memory. I think we got through thanking everyone who was on the wiki, right? Last mm -hmm. time. Great. So let me just say it again. A million thank yous to everyone who has worked on the wiki. Oh my it God. is insanely yeah. detailed. So useful. Very cool. We love that you did it. This it, thing that we definitely would have thought was just like a beautiful thing for fans to have has really proven valuable yeah, to us. It's clearly a labor of love and we love you thank for doing you so it. Much. So thank you so much. Okay. Panera Jeez. de Bergerac Live. Wanda's dad was Lily Sullivan, 245. <laughs> this one's great. It's on a ski I love slope. Lily. The, yeah, Lily is so funny. Um, it's on a ski slope, is that what you said? I believe at one point there's like ski PE. Is that, <laughs> if I remember oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, and, yeah. You and Lily played two uh, people that work at like the front desk of a school. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. You're both very, very funny. I love being at desks. Yeah. Hang on, please. One second, please. Hang on, please. One second, One second please. please. Um, there's a very funny song we sing to Wanda's dad. C can we look at the track list? <laughs> we sure can. Hold there's something second. that's like a little part of my brain starting to light up about like, it might just be called Wanda's dad. There might be a song that's like, and Wanda's dad tries his best. There we go. Got it bad for Wanda's dad is the opener. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, Good morning, tigers is the song that's over the over the PA, I believe. Um, we do so much more. The rumble in my tummy is, I think, just a song about I'm needing to fart real bad. <laughs> Not just being hungry? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Great. I'm a European woman. All of that time without a helmet because no one in ski is using <laughs> oh, a helmet. Yeah. Big pig on the slopes. <laughs> I think you and the other, uh, you and Lily were like dressed up as a scary pig <laughs> on the slopes. The truth inside of me, hot dad is the finale. Okay, yeah. Wanda's dad. I don't think there was anything weird. I think we were just all trying to encourage Wanda's dad. I think that's correct. 
I don't think there was anything weird. I mean, it was probably weird as hell, but not in the way that you're talking yeah. about. Mix CD of me is two forty six. That's a that's a fan band, but I band. I remember liking that one yeah, a lot. Me too. That title resonated. Here's one that you will remember. Two forty seven, a single pull up to save the president. <laughs> oh it's all in the title. With, uh, we were talking about this in the break, with right? Peter Manifest. Well, you talked a little. No, that was on Mike about yeah. about your. PD. No, I certainly wouldn't have yes. saved the president. So I could not do a single pull up either, and I spent like six months trying to do one in adult life. Well, when I was a kid, when I was doing the presidential fitness mm-hmm. exam, and I couldn't do a pull up, I would try to is imagine. The presidential, is that still happening? Yeah. Do we still do yes. that? Yes. Okay. I would try to imagine raptors at my feet, specifically from Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Or where where, else are they possibly from? Where she like does a gymnastics routine to get away from the raptors. Mm. But I was like, there are raptors. If you don't pull up, you're going to get eaten by raptors. And I still could never do one. And then in my adult life, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I tried yeah. for like half a year. I got like resistance bands and I like slowly whittled them away until I only had like the li- littlest one and I still could never do one. Yeah, I, because like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And forcing children to do it is insane. They need to stop making you and me as fair Irish lasses. <laughs> think that we need to do pull-ups. I agree. Also, I can do a bunch of pull-ups. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Great Sorry, job. I dropped, I dropped all right. Oh my gosh. You do win. But you're, I- but you're all right. It is a, it is like, it is not even really a good metric of strength. It's a metric of strength proportional to half of your body. It's like very, I do think it requires specific muscle groups. As it does. But like have. for someone like me, like my shoulders are real tight all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm prone to being good at that specifically. Mm. Um, but none of that matters because a single pull up to save the president has Peter Benefads, Pi and Benefads is very, very funny. This is a relatively insane episode, but it's, yes. but it's great. It's fun. Very fun. Um, he plays the president. He, he does. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, the president's, the president's brother. twin brother. Yeah. I think there's like a Dave scenario where we're like, and you can fill in. Yeah. Um, oh man, this next one, 248. Cowmanal House with Brendan Dowling. This is I'm the Dean of this school. I'm the Dean of this school. Did not know you were there, Kathy. I think parties are cool. I just want to be cool. This is, oh man, I love this one. This is like- Brendan Dowling is so so funny. funny. I just gave him credit on my Instagram, but I think, we think he might be the origin of, don't talk about my friend that way. He is where we learned it from. I think even he quotes it to someone else, but he is definitely where you and I heard it from. (laughs) Don't talk about my friend that way. From a song maybe you'll never hear. From a song you might never hear. Um, But he is so funny. And this is a like Animal House story of like, it's a it's, it's a, a math. Frat, it's a frat and a sorority, but like the, the frat's math really frat. math. But that's great. Like everyone loves that. But we and we need the we need schools to compete in a math Olympics, and the dean just keeps showing up trying to make sure they're partying hard enough. Everything about this is right down our alley. Yes, we totally. And uh, I do this it. thing as the dean where I keep singing in a diegetic way. And where every time you do, no it, music Scott comes cuts in. out and won't. So I just you. even though there's music throughout because it is a musical podcast, I sing it. Acapella. One of my favorite digs is that in, over over the course of this episode, we're sort of like layering on what the dean is looks like. Yes, and all the things he's doing. And I'm holding cool. a basket. At some he's point. holding a basket. He's like on a hoverboard. Uh, he has a stick and poke tattoo of the word breathe on his neck, which is a small dig at my beautiful, wonderful cousin, Rebecca, who has the word breathe tattooed on her foot, which is cool for her. But I remember thinking. Don't put it on a neck. 
Don't you can't even it. see it to remind yourself. Uh, that's funny. Also, stick and poke words is not the way to go. What are we I'm the dean of this school. <laughs> and I always sing it that way. <laughs> There's also a lot of romance in that one. That one is, that's a, that's a classic. That one yeah. checks a lot of off book boxes for us. Um, Sponsored by Nibblers is the next one, which is a fam band episode. But now all I can think about is that I want Snyder's Nibblers, Jessica. Oh, Nibblers. Snyder's I thought you said Nibblers. I thought you said Nibblers. And I was like, I don't recall what this is. Nibblers, the fun sex toy you can eat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you ever thought, boy, I love sucking on these titties. Thought, I'm sucking on tits, but I can't eat anything. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I want to eat nipples. I want to eat a <laughs> If only these were lactating. <laughs> That's a, that's an I think you should leave sketch. Yeah, I just want to eat nipples. I just eat nipples. nipples. <laughs> no one will let me. <laughs> Listen, you get it right. You get it. <laughs> hey, if you've ever found yourself in a situation where you want to eat nipples with a consenting partner, but their nipples are still not edible, this isn't weird. Put this your nibblers weird. on you. Put your nibblers on your Put partner. Nibblers. <laughs> But that's not what the episode was about. It was about Snyder's nibblers, which pretzels. are one of my favorite pretzel snacks. Uh, 250 Intermission with Alice Stanley Jr. This one's real fun. Oh. Also at a wedding, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check. Intermission. We do. There's a real fun... She and I sing a song on a boat. The last 15 minutes. Give us a moment to think. Paddle about, paddle about, paddle about. My jaywalking, walk on the wild side. That's, that's a you song, I'm almost certain. He can, pointed at me, so it must be true. <laughs> can we take a break and focus on these tiny plates? Slow down. There's something here. The last 15 minutes of the wedding finale. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I play man who's allergic to shrimp and coconut. <laughs> you play Darcy, the bride, and a caterer, <laughs> and a wedding officiant. Yeah. Great. Alice, so funny. So funny. Um, also very funny in her episode of Play It By Ear. Also, I see her on the picket line all the time. So on the picket line all the time. She's a real one. Check the receipts. She's on the line. <laughs> she's on the line. She's a real one. She also has all the good um, morning Los Angeles cafe baked good hookups. 251. Hair nice, teeth white, skin clear with Lisa Gilroy. Also just an insanely funny human being. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is, she's scouted to be like an actor from like walking and running and we keep just talking about her hair. And she's, she's talking about, yeah, how pretty she I is. I mean, Lisa Gilroy. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Cartoon gorgeous human being. <clears throat> Cartoon. Princess. Princess. Princess, Princess yeah. beauty. Um, and this is like a Hollywood child star tale. Yes. She gets in a, if I recall, feud with another diva. Uh-huh. Um, She's also talking to two kids at the hospital. She makes a very dark joke at the beginning that caught me off so off guard and was so funny. Uh, where we're like, when we get better, and she's like, if you get better. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, man, Lisa's so funny. Uh, 252, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Bye. bye. That's a fan band and a great dig from a Jackie, real. this is a story from my friend. Oh, our food's here. Um, uh. <laughs> and so, hold on. Brett. Okay, you were telling the story about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, bye. Okay, here I go. So my friend who grew up in LA and like the Universal City Walk was her place to like see and be seen. Teen hangout. Teen hang. She like one time was like hanging with the gals and like they were talking with some skater boys. And at the end of the hang, the boy was like, can I have your number? And she was like, uh-huh. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, bye. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Brutal. Can you believe it? An absolute duck. D- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he didn't never recover from no, that. He's, he no, he died no, no. on the yeah, spot. It's really sad. He's actually that King Kong now. <laughs> <laughs> he's the King Kong that hangs from the big sign of Universal City Walk. If you don't know what we're talking about, come to LA. <laughs> uh, 253, the biggest scam live with Drew Tarver and Carl Tart. Oh, this is a lot. This is a dynasty typewriter show. This is our first live show back post COVID. That's right. And Carl plays someone called whose name is like tiger nitty gritty or something or like 50 nifty or, um, Douglas three can the tiger. Okay. Way far, way far off. But, um, me also plays Alexa, me and drew in a loveless (laughs) marriage where we start leaning on Alexa to Uh, like fill in our Alexa, Alexa. And you have a, uh and you have like a scam that you're running. Um, but it's still like a marriage, a guy who is trying to have like a small business and Alexa. There's a, there's a runner with Amazon employees trying Mm -hmm. to figure out if they should be selling some version of like Coke or Pepsi or something, some like strawberry. I don't remember. Um, yeah, hey Alexa, can we fuck as a song? Sure. Oh, <laughs> Drew sings a song called I'm John when a character named John who no one has seen before gets introduced at 56 minutes into the show. Hey, I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, yeah, a fun one. There might be video of that episode. Mm-hmm. I don't recall. 254, The Village with Tim Sniffen. This one's really fun. This is a very tight narrative. This is a medieval story. That's right. About a man and his two kids mm-hmm. taking their cart into like... Into into the village. Into town. This is where uh, Cackle Cackle Bait and Tackle comes from. There's fish witches in this one. Fish witches. The fish witches. Uh, there's a bird monger. <laughs> there's a, uh, a side monger who just sells sides. This episode was really good. Yeah. I really liked it. Do you want to revisit? I mean, what does that mean, Jackie? You usually like to revisit things that are tight narratives, small cast, and one location. Yeah. And it's also high concept. So, yeah. Let's revisit. Also, I'm noticing that we do like like single parent with children stories as much as we like small kids and we like romance. We like I a if, single parent who's like, I'm just trying to figure it out. I do wonder if that is a weird side effect of doing a podcast with three people. I, I'm or, sure it is. I think it's like, what dynamics can we offer a guest who's like up for it? Mm-hmm. And an easy one is for you and I to be peeing the pod as two kids and be we'll like- We'll be kids. You be the adult. You be the adult. And we'll help, like, yeah, pro- we'll like propel you. Propel yeah. you. 100%. Yeah. It also is so interesting because, like, siblings are a weird sounding board for each other in the way that a third adult can't be. Right. Um, they say you learn more from your siblings than from. And I don't you. think anybody. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't think anyone's surprised that Zach and I play siblings constantly. Yeah. <laughs> My little twin, my little ghost twin. Two fifty five. Every place I cry live with Ross Bryan and Nick Mandernack. Is this it? The Elysian. Uh, oh, okay. That one was fun as hell. Ooh. That was a sweaty show. Yes. That a dad. We got a dad on stage and sang him like be our guest. Oh when my was God. this? Yes, we did. This is March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Oh. Um. I must not have been working. 
This is literally what my profile pic from Instagram is from. So yeah, this one has, I hate everything. Date it, rate it. <laughs> I hate, okay. This one has some bangers in it. I hate everything and it's okay. Just a little limb. I don't really remember. Games is what love is for. I sort of remember. Daedalus is Ross absolutely going off. Of course. Um, just to try menage a quattro. Teacher outside of school <laughs> is something we have talked about before. We love the that phenomenon concept. Of seeing a teacher outside of school is great. What are you doing at the grocery store? And then we finally did All of the Whales Have Gone Away as our encore for this oh, one. That's great. A song that we in, uh, internally sing all the time. We invented it at a soundtrack and then we kept doing it. Brett was doing a weird like um, sound on his guitar. Like a Get a soundtrack song. on like a very early everybody like, like I like I am. We were just like, all of the whales have gone away. We sang it just like that in unison. <sighs> Nobody knows when they'll return. And then after that, it's never the same. But it always starts like that. Yeah. Um, it's basically Avatar 2. Yes. What are those called? The Tukamon? I don't know. Oh, yeah. No the whales. The whales. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 256 Emo Nice with Philip Labas. This is an all timer, yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is another medieval story, but it's still ultimately has like the themes of like a grounded friend group. It's a bunch of like emo kids who happen to be knights Mm -hmm. (laughs) dealing with like princesses and trying to like at the ball, trying to find love at the ball. Yep. It's just like Romeo and Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet. Is that how it goes? Couldn't tell you. Probably. Um, all of the armor in the world. Forgetting is... Oh, wait, wait. Really quick. Something in Emo Nights that's great is a B story about the help. Magellan, be quiet. We're reporting. <laughs> Recording. There's like a B love story about like people who work in the kitchen. Yes, that's right. So we're very focused on like these high status princesses and knights. And then we're also like, oh, I like these candles. <laughs> that's right. Will you like them too? <laughs> yeah. That's right. There's, there's also something about himbos, which is very good. Yeah. Um, good conceptually. I don't remember the song. I'm sure it's fun also. Um, okay. 257, when you're a shark, live. That That's just me and you mm-hmm. at the bourbon room. The about, first time. About the pier. Yeah. It's on a pier. This woman is trying to buy up the entirety of the pier. I just realized that when I tried to sing something from Emo Nights, I sang something from our second bourbon room sh- night about movie night. Wow. Dun, 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 for a movie night. Uh-huh. Like, yep. but anyway, That's we'll get right. there later. But yes, this is a very fun bourbon room show where we play a cast of characters where a restaurant is going... Oh, uh, a real estate developer is trying to buy up an entire pier. Is there a shark-themed Italian restaurant? Is that what's going on There here? are two literal sharks that hang on the bottom of a hot air balloon. That's right. Point. But is there also a shark-themed Italian restaurant? Oh, this is Netflix is a joke. Oh, yeah. That's why we were at the River Room for the first time. Yeah. They put us there. And we're right. like, oh, this is actually a good space. We have a show coming up at the Bourbon Room. I think September 20th. I think that's right. But check our Instagram. It's there. And are there West Side Story references in When You're a Shark, or is that the only one? No. I think that might be. Well, we, we do did do an a, episode called Wet Fly Story that's so wet. We do do a song as the sharks at one point. I think we're like looking at the clock and we're like, oh, we need to blow this world out a little bit because it's like the story is getting kind of insular. Got it. So we do a little tangent to the sharks and they might have a few, but it's in general, no, there's no West Side Story references besides 
maybe within that shark song. Yeah. Got it. But it's basically a grandfather and his grandson and a real estate developer who wants to buy the old Italian restaurant. And then she strikes up a romance with her, tries to seduce him. And this, the grandson is like, I don't even know if I want to run this Italian restaurant. It's actually a pair. Oh, is it? A, oh yeah. Rebecca Donafeld, a boardwalk developer. There's also Taffy and Fudge. Cone owners of Fudge and Taffy's Taffy and Fudge <laughs> Shop, who, if I recall, are just like fucking maniacs. Yes. That want to open yeah, that's tap. definitely a side story where yes. we do like, we do some insane song, I think, that's like the 10 rules of Taffy or something. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds like a thing we would do. Um, great. But again, on a boardwalk, small physical mm-hmm. space. Um, oh, 258, snow party, three couples, power outage, and snow. This was back at my house. This is doorbell vibes. Uh-huh. I love this one. Me too. Small doorbell vibes. Doorbell vibes. vibes. Got to stay inside. inside. Doorbell vibes. Doorbell vibes. Doorbell vibes. This was born out of the story I told about me taking Mary Hall into the airport, us getting halfway there and her saying, oh no, I left Matt's big piece of meat he was bringing my parents. And it was important because it was a relationship thing. And so we drove back and got this giant salami for her to fly. Yeah. But yeah. And she narrowly made her flight. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like these couples get snowed in and there's a lot of like just three couples with intersecting plot lines, but it includes the great song doorbell vibes. I'm going to absolutely skate to the next couple because again, they're all a fan band. The Los Angeles Minions, in which we posit that the Minion should be the mascot for every sports team in Los Angeles. I think that makes feeling sense. that it's still true. Freaks off a leash. The mayor of Owl City, a muse boosh. Our episodes 259 through 262. They're all fan band. They're all great. And then with a bullet, 263, we've now gone to Brett's place. We don't have a studio right now. That's what's going on. 263, Fear the Ocean with Mary Lou. Have you seen the The ocean? ocean? Have Have you seen the sea? Mary Lou, huge talent is in the upcoming season of Play It By Ear. She's on the last episode, I believe, with a Baby. with a banger. Yeah. An absolute great episode. Yeah, Fear the Ocean is twin sisters. This is maybe, this is easily in my top 10. Yeah, it maybe, felt good to do this one because like- Maybe top five. When you've been doing the podcast for so long, you want to make sure that it's getting better and better. Fear the Ocean is late in the game. It's 263. Well, just like- there we've talked about like we have so many amazing friends who've come on the show, but mm-hmm. the the list of people who are funny and can sing with like it, just incredible chops is pretty short because it's like not a natural crossover. Yep. And Mary Lou is like it's also great to see that like Mary Lou is the generation right after us of musical improvisers. Like, admittedly, like we're sort of out of the UCB theater scene now. Like, we'll do shows there occasionally, but. We don't really know what's She's going on. She's carrying the banner. She's carrying the banner. Um, twin sisters Katrina and Catalina venture off to set sail for the first time since their parents were taken by the waves. This one's got a turtle tower. It's got uh, Sigma Chi. Uh, are you surprised to see Sigma Chi? Are you surprised Fries? to, to see, see, Sig- these these guys? Guys? To see these guys? To see these guys who are on Sigma Chi? Something like who that. Who have fries? There's like a party boat of <laughs> they have boys. fries too. I believe it. Yeah, there's definitely fries at some point. There's a turtle tower at one point. Fear the Ocean is great. But it's a, a very like 
probably probably my favorite opening song. It's a beautiful opening song because it comes out. Oof, and she can with her. We can three part. We can three part. Not all, not every day we can do not, that. Look, not everyone can three part. There's a Dalmatian with a light up collar. Who, as far as I can tell, oh no, there's the owner. It's <laughs> <laughs> walking itself. There's a big picture window outside of, of my dining room. You guys have so many animals in all of your things that I thought that that was a part of I 100% <laughs> did too. Fair. And I was there when the episode have happened. Have you seen the ocean? Have you seen the sea? More sports, 264 with Nicole Thurman. Woo, 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 woo. Baking it alum. Baking it alum. Um... I just remember us getting like silly Bobilly. Is, is this the basketball one where yes. we're, we're, we're one of the basketball teams, I think, doesn't know how to play basketball? That seems right. And when they go back to the locker room, they're like, should we just have fun? Magellan. Magellan is hunting a bug. One of my cats has found some sort of bug. It's hanging in the air, losing his mind. Um, this one I remember being very, very funny and also very, very silly. We also played sports announcers at one point. Yes. Super fun. Uh, um, 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 265 Frozen in Time Lake with the Wolves of Glendale. Oh, ooh. absolutely batshit episode, but so fun. Um, I mean, people go to a lake and the lake is frozen in time and they all have like a lesson to learn. Yeah, it's kind of like I think it was inspired by a book I was reading with my book club at the time about like a group of people who go you drop something, sorry, I read, read books, book okay. Um, about like a group of people who who always summer together mm -hmm. and then these four friends, <laughs> five friends, I five guess. Five friends gather for their annual summer reunion. Oh, God damn it. Every time as I'm reading it, it jumps down to an ad for the annual summer reunion at time Lake. <laughs> and in case an, in an area encased in a bubble where they de-age into their child selves whenever they visit. This year, they're tasked with an important mission from their adult counterparts, save the world. Right. They like have manila envelopes that are like, hey, because I feel like they- And they, some of them say dumb shit in them. And yes. some have actual- like, When they uh, go into the time bubble, they like forget their adult lives. They get to just live as their summer selves. Wow. Yeah. That's incredibly high concept. Yeah. Concept. Also great. I've and never also, heard anything like that in my life. Thanks, Jackie. Thank Put an asterisk by that. Jackie went well. I certainly will. It's the first one Jackie's liked. It took <laughs> us 265 when we got there. It's worth it. It's worth it. 266, and then we're going to take a break. Live at Pickathon. Oh, this is another, so this is in Portland on like a farm. Mm -hmm, a pickathon where I got COVID for the first time, almost certainly. <laughs> Hard to say, but- Hard most, to say, but probably Most likely. Um, I- wouldn't, wouldn't trade it for the world. Lovely festival, so fun. <laughs> Very sweet. I can't remember what this is about. Is this about you theater? And I, uh, there we play is like a, a circus act? We do play a circus act. This one is about, Brett, cut this pause while it loads. I got my driver's <laughs> license last week. Cut this out. It's like we no keep this. No cut like this. we always Brett, talked about is you were so excited for me. Brett, leave it really all. Let me drive pause. up to your house. Leave it all. But today I, was wrong. I traveled through the suburbs crying because you weren't around. She doesn't live in the suburbs, but she was driving. You weren't perfect, but I never felt this way for no one. Oh. And I just can't imagine. These acoustics guest, are great. Guest, thank you. Guest drummer Eric Calver uh, 
in which we answer the question, what is appropriate festival wear for a festival? Oh, I think I tell my anecdote about how I made the mistake. At but it's a clown festival. This one, I was like, is it a music festival? Is what? And the reason we couldn't remember is it's a not real thing. It's a clown festival. Yes, but I think the... the uh, you tell your romper story. Yeah, don't wear rompers to Coachella. Grab, grab a funnel cake and definitely don't give anything to that guy in the parking lot. Oh, right. I played a Who's guy. trying to take your blood. I played a guy in the parking lot who just was real shady. Sort of... Uh, unclear as to why, but why don't y'all pander why that was so shady? Pander it and ponder it. I said pander. I am a little drunk, but that will be (laughs) solved by pizza that I'm about to go eat right now while we take another break. Go listen to uh, Driver's License. For no one, (laughs) and I know you're perfect, but I never felt this way for no one. You didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Cause you said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Keep it, Brett. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Live in my house, I'll be your shelter. Just pay me back with 1,000 kisses. Be my lover, and I'll cover you. Open your door, I'll be your tenant. Don't got much baggage to lay at your feet. But sweet kisses I've got to spare. I'll be there, I'll cover you. Think they meant it when they said we are back now, but I wanted to rent okay, it. Now to do that means we have to put the whole thing in, and that's your plan all along, right? I don't know. <laughs> oh, lover, okay. I'll cover you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, say what you will about rent. It did leave a sort of cultural imprint on people of a certain uh, age. 
it's and theater kids and theater kids for for now and all time everything is rent okay 267 shrimp priest (laughs) fan band with the wolves of glenn so we did back-to-back records we did and we did one fan band and one not yeah this one was shrimp priest right and shrimp priest and look did we did wolves of glendale then go off to write a song called shrimp almost immediately after we did this episode i don't know do they have a song called shrimp now yes they do so, I mean, check the dates. Is shrimp involved in literally the first comedic thing you and I ever wrote together? Yes, it is. <laughs> the little angels say, Don't worry, God's cool with you eating shrimp. That's right. <laughs> the little Christmas. Is that the first? The first? That's the very first thing we wrote together. Mm, yes. Also featuring seals kissed by a kiss from a rose. Yeah, the premise of this is that these Christmas angels come down to tell everyone to hang out and be groovy instead, and they're taking everything too seriously. And to prove that God loves them and that actually everything's fine, they gift them with the world's most perfect melody, which is kiss from a rose. By seal. And what was the year? That's right, by seal. What was the year? The year is that we did this sketch. Yeah, uh, probably 2013 or 2012. Oh man. Now, what you don't know is I just knocked over a glass, not realizing it was behind the computer. Look, okay. I'll fess up to a drunk mistake when I make a drunk mistake. This one was just a casual Still got it. Yeah. Um, episode 268, Staples. We got that <laughs> with Beth Appel. Three people go, if I recall, to a big <laughs> orgy up at a mansion. Oh, up yes, on a yes, hill. yes, 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 yes. Maybe sponsored by Staples in some I way, think or they, is it just started as Staples? They might all be Staples employees. And then we realized that it's easy button is essentially like the safe word where they all bring it's easy buttons. Interesting. I don't know. There's a valet song in this. It sure is. They go to, like, go to a big fancy sex mansion. It's a little eyes wide shut. Okay. It's a little like, uh oh, what's going on? Not to be inside. It's a little like, I gotta close some of these tabs. My grandfather would have lost his <laughs> mind. These tabs are slowing down my computer. My college boyfriend worked at a Staples as a summer job, and he was like, We're not allowed to stop people for shoplifting because it's not worth it for mm-hmm. them to insure us. And people are always just taking its easy buttons. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the it. thing that they don't stop people from that shoplifting. And small shoulder massagers. Okay. Okay. All right, women, get yours. That does kind of like feel like free promo. Yeah. To like just keep passing out the yeah. the buttons. Yeah, that's the such a weird thing to steal. The massagers, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Brad, I've almost closed all the tabs. Don't worry. You can start. Sorry for chewing, dear reader. You're okay. And just like that, she's almost done with her pizza. Yeah. <laughs> 269, enter the tortoise. Pauline the tortoise must have made an an appearance in the back of a fan band episode. Hell yeah. 270, PMS, professional perpetual mischief season with Gilly Nassim. Um, This one is real fun. Yes, I mostly remember us pulling off this PMS joke, but I don't really remember that much else. uh, It's an office culture thing. If I recall, I mean, love Gilly, worship at her temple. But yeah, she's great. There's um, the temple bu- to Gilly. I not. believe there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the temple that she attends. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, there's like an elevator. I think someone has like samurai sword and maybe roller skates. <laughs> okay, you've officially remember way more than me. Sure. I mean, I don't know if any of that's right. The people are screaming, being like, no, <laughs> this no! one was about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. well, actually, eh, that's how it is about. I don't know. My computer's being slow, so I can't click it. But I will say that 271 kisses to my critics with Tim Murray. Well, we had him back so soon. We had him back so soon because we had Smart to. Smart of us. Smart of us. Oh, okay. After escaping a lab, three mice run along to Broadway to make their musical dreams come true. This is very Les Mis. There is a literal Les Mis uh, montage at the there's end a, of There's this. a Les Mis mega mix. It's like Les Mis meets Fievel. And it's all about cheese, if yeah. I recall. There are no cats in America this for one, your two, four, six, oh, one. This one also has white weasels. <laughs> Three white weasels. Three white weasels. Or two white weasels. I don't remember. Some number of white weasels. Um, 272 is a fan band, but I will name it because it's Come On, Come On, Be Friends With My Mom, which is a good song that you and I wrote. Come, come on, come on, be friends with, with my mom. mom. It's very, it's a, it's a pop punk song. It's very Stacy's mom. It's very Stacy's mom. 273, Highland Games and Names with Edgar Blackman. <laughs> There's like a giant bird that we ride in this one at some point. Edgar's so funny. But this one is this one is like fantasy, I believe. Yes, it is. There's like a tree people. There's like there's like definitely Three like Three nature loving friends come across and befriend a giant in the forest. Mm-hmm. Mike decides to compete in the Highland Games to impress the tall beings there. There's a mermaid at some point. Oh, there. Yeah, there's a water giant. Yes. There's a Scottish giant. A Scottish giant. A Scottish giant. Donkey, uh, what am I to do with all this giantness? Oh, man, Shrek is good. That's my best. Shrek is eternal. I love Generation eternal. Generation. I love Generation Z's obsession with Shrek. The Shrek. It's great. It's quite good. Yeah. He's like maybe hot. Yeah. To Gen Z. Tell but, your tell your people we're grateful. <laughs> tell your people to run to back to back. people. Spread yeah. your word. Spread the word. Nicole has a hat that says Shrek is sexy. So that's that's I can kinda get it, but he's definitely hot when he's in human form. Oh sure. He's hot when he's uh the filter that's putting his arm around you. Sort of the opposite of the beast who's hotter as beast. Yeah. Human form is actually pretty whack. He likes, yeah. Why does he turn into weird narrow chin Fabio? You're like, wait, what? What? I actually prefer you as Someone with very specific uh, needs in that section. Your eyes became less human somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, preach. Yeah. Episode 274, Cornman. (laughs) Cornman is a a fan band, don't worry about it. Okay, great. I was like, boys, some of these, I thought it was going to be easier the more recent they were. This one will. 275, this book only happens when you read it with Rashawn Scott. This book only happens when you read it. Rashawn Scott, another... Uh, later addition to our, our friend group and an absolute all-star whirlwind talent. This premise, I felt, I felt myself foisting it upon the the episode. We in, love that every once in a while. That's in the beginning, happen. but I was like, I think I fell into the phrase. This book only happens when you read it. But, uh-huh. yeah, but like, I was like, this is gonna be a goosebumps book, and I believe you as a good person were like, what does that mean? And I was like. 
I'm just going to say the same thing again. (laughs) This book only happens when you read it. Yes. And that became clear. And then after it had been like established what it actually meant, me as a bad person stayed on that street a little bit too long just to be, no, just to be a scamp. No. This song has scamp energy. Welcome. This song, this one has a bunch of kids at a school when it's closed, going from room to room, solving a series of monster things that are actually problems. It's very fun. It's a very fun structure too, because <laughs> there's like a macro story, but then they have like sub stories. So it's like, it's very um, Odysseus in that way, where mm. there's like little chapters and uh, the Iliad. Yes, it's very, this thing is very the Iliad. It is Odyssey, yes. But there's like, there's just like little chapters, little units that are self-contained stories. And one of them involves balloons trying to fuck. I believe we do a monster mash version of a song called like the inflatable something. Let's see. Uh, the, <laughs> the inflatable smash. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of balloons. Fuck. I believe there's a, there's no hating my meat without hating me. <laughs> uh, that's a person that wanted to be like free of their corporeal form. Mm-hmm. We were like, absolutely. But also be good to yourself. Um, a new vase is a thing that we have. Yeah. R.L. Stein, I'm almost certain shows up at some point. Uh, that, yeah. At the end. If not literally, then I mean, thematically, obviously. <laughs> thematically, it's, obviously. Obviously. It's born of his brain. 276. Susie Q chord enters the chat. Brett had a new instrument and we played with it in oh, a fan band. Fun. Uh, 277, back at my house, wine from the hospital floor with Addie Weirich. <laughs> this one is unhinged, but so fun. I think there's a bunch of like sexy doctors. Yeah, it's very like Grey's, it's Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. It's Grey's Anatomy. But also there's like old people hiding in the closets and there's janitors and just everyone's horny and fucking in this one. Um, 278, and then there were four. It's a fan band. I don't know what that means. Probably one of us couldn't be there. <laughs> this is my guess. And then we had the Wolves back, 279, a very Wolves of Glendale Hanukkah with the Wolves of Glendale. This one had an elephant in it. Um, All I remember is there was a moment where me and Tom, as the two Gentiles in the room, got mm-hmm. like sort of put, uh, a song got put upon the two of us and we were like, <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> uh, we were like, this is the Hanukkah episode. We are here to support our friends. And there was a moment where Tom and I were like, this is not it. But it was like akin to like, you two explain the Maccabees. And yeah. we were like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, actually, we won't do that. Uh, uh, elephants don't forget are immortal and are Jews is the name of the first song. I think someone is paraphrasing here in the wiki, but yes, that's correct. Um, <laughs> there's a song called 2 p.m. is time for a seltzer and shrimp. Also, the okay. wiki has hourly seafood and drink pairings. Oh, right. 2 p.m. is seltzer and shrimp. 3 p.m. is coconut water and crab. 4 p.m. is Sprite and scallops. And 5 p.m. is lemon and I wish lobster. you could see Jackie's face. <laughs> Jackie's like, I don't understand why this podcast exists. <laughs> Everyone's cracking open a seltzer now. A hard seltzer. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Everybody say their flavor. I got the pineapple one because I never Me had too. it before. I got the mango. How is it? It's good. Okay. It's mango-y. As I would hope, uh, Wolves of Glendale remain... Princes. Princes. 280. Team 
Teen Christmas, Paul <laughs> Tompkins and Nicole Parker. Okay, so this one is fun as hell. This is um, so this is our last official like in the run. Although we in our hope is to continue the holiday episodes for forever, but this is um, teens get snowed in, and you kind of think the story is going to be about like just like teens snowed in in their high school, and maybe they have to put on a show, and it quickly becomes like about the librarian, about the librarian, and the principal is maybe like. Exiled from the school. Yeah, and the the like, yeah. Nicole plays the librarian. Yes, I think the song titles will help us here. Um. Oh right, we also played three bad kids. Yeah, you who had nicknames. You played Vanessa, Little Fossil, Damon. <laughs> Nicole Parker played a kid called Side Eye and Librarian Diane. I played a character. Little fossil. Frederick, whose nickname was Bulge, which almost certainly was given to me, but I'm not sure about that. And Paul, Paul played a character called Tude. Oh, and George Clooney's in this. <laughs> oh yeah, George Clooney falls in love with the librarian, right? Yeah, I think that's correct. I think they end up together. They kidna- They they hold the librarian hostage. Correct. And she wins them over with the power of reading or something. That's right. That's or some right. shit. So, or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> Or some such nonsense. And then George Clooney's there and then the bad kids are like, I don't even, I guess we don't even need to do the Christmas special. No. And then we did it the same as we always do. We did the 12 days of cryptids was this one. Oh, oh. Which is a good pun. Better that pun is than good. we normally do. I'm going to sneeze. Hold Holding for sneeze. I did it. 281 movie night live. Okay. The frog night mm-hmm. is also what this one is called sometimes. Super fun. It's all alright. It's all alright for a movie night. Five characters in this one. It's just a family of four. And then And then you go inside the short film that the daughter was in that's And we a, see the boy and we see the, the boy. The boy she the, has a crush on. Yeah, who he eventually, up the house, does he? He does. does. Okay. Um so but, there's five five characters. But it's um Really sweet. Really sweet. Very silly. Um, we were doing it in the bourbon room. The bourbon room was also hosting a drag show mm-hmm. at the time. So they had like a catwalk that was built out into the middle of the theater. And Jessica walks, uses it at one point to great effect um, in, in, a, in a pretty banger called I, I Say, say nice, nice Things. things. <laughs> Which is a, a sort of classic off-book joke yeah. of someone that is saying... Nice things, but singing. But in a crazy. I say nice things. But also, you you like wail on this song all the time. That was a very fun show. It was a great show. I can't wait to come back there in our tour, which we're doing now on some date in September. I really liked it. Two eighty two. Play it forward is a fan band. I don't remember about anything about. Two eighty three. All black everything with Ross Bryant, which is about. Emo kids, right? Yeah. Like, like serious, de- like poet type kids. Yeah. Um, Larry, a banjo enthusiast, is someone that, that Ross plays. Uh, oh, we play people on the color guard. The color guard is in this one. That's at least the second appearance of a color guard. Yeah. I mean, like the theme of high school is God, have we done 20 of them? I we mean, really it, love doing, yeah, high, we've done a lot of them. Uh, the banjo is my master plan, Joe. <laughs> it's a song that I assume Ross sings. That is great. 284, Spider-Man Into the Witcherverse live. Wow, another Spider-Man. This is in San Francisco Sketch Fest, and this is where three witches 
or two witches, two witches lock Spider Man in, in a, a time, time loop to try to be his to try to sleep with him. And they do. They, and they, they do. They, they, and we had to do some math about like, wait a second, he's of age. Yeah. <laughs> we said a lot that he was of the age of consent. Yeah. Um, um, also, uh, Mary Jane was. Uh, not Mary Jane. Sorry. What is his uh, aunt called? No, no. His aunt. Aunt. Aunt May. Aunt May. Is alive. Is, is, is alive. Is canonically alive. Is canonically alive and was in a relationship with someone from basically Loki. Yes. One of the people from the From the, Loki, the TVA. From the TVA who was hunting down the witches. The witches to close the time loop and they all accidentally go on a date to one of those places where you can smash plates. Man, Marvel, just give us a little bit of money <laughs> and also no oversight. <laughs> we won't do it if there's any Let oversight. Let us do whatever the time. hell we want. Uh, yes, they go to one of those like smash zones to uh, on yeah. a date at the same time. There was a really, what's that chorus that I really loved from this one that was like we were, it was. We it, repeated it throughout the yeah. musical. Let's where it was like, what if it. it could be good because we're doing it or like oh it's not it'll work out if it's us or something hold on hold on hold on hold on it was one of those satisfying it was the opener I think yeah it was like a a really satisfying like open-ended type phrase that ended up playing like multiple times through the show they're not us is is what it's called and then we have another song called if it's us right if it's us reprise they're not us yeah uh, but it's basically one of those songs about, about like, like normally, normally this like when you mess with time, it's a disaster, but, but for us, it'll but work what out. It, yeah. Yeah. Cause we're witches. Cause we're witches or cause we're Spider-Man. Spider-Man and his aunt. Oh, oh, oh. Or cause we're from the TVA. Episode 285 is Magic Horse. And I remember really liking the song Magic Horse. Oh yeah. Is this Laser? No, it's before that. And then we brought the Magic Horse oh, back, back for like- in Laser's episode right after. Is this a fan band where we yeah. just, okay. I think and we may have we, recorded it the same day as yes. the episode we did with Laser. Uh, Laser's episode comes right after. He joins us for an episode called Game Night, mm-hmm. which is very funny. It's three people playing a game night and then a man, like a king of games, whatever, shows up in a hot air balloon to teach them. And uh, the other episode with Laser is about Dungeons and, Dragons. About Dungeons and Dragons. And this is about gaming the game within the game. And also game development at some point, I believe. Yeah. They're like trying to crack a game. Um, but we do call back the magical horse. We do, yes. <laughs> you play a character whose name is Alan Wrench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Nope, sorry. You play Alan Wrench's wife. Woo. I play Alan Wrench. <laughs> good, good. Um, Brian Games' boss. Brian Games' employee. You play... Pierre's the game concierge. That's the the, the hot air balloon. Oh, I remember this premise of like, I think I had just seen the meme and it was like, you if you want to play one of these games, you have to have like someone come over, explain it. Like, right. A game concierge. Like someone who, those really complicated tabletops where it's just like, I just need someone, someone, to, ha- someone, someone has to know has how to have played it before. You can't be reading the rule book on this. Um, 287, small horse, Super Bowl, sandstorm. So there's another horse? <laughs> yeah, this is a three part, three horses in a row. <laughs> this one is a fan band. Okay. Uh, 288, a dream deferred, sorry, not sorry, part two, disc do with Vic Michaelis. <laughs> 
This one was like they got on a bus and then got on a plane. Oh, yeah. Or no, they got on a plane and then they got on a bus. And then it's like, it is a like worldwide travel thing gone absolutely awry. This is a, goes to Canada. Vic is another guest who were like, okay, here's a traditional hero story. And they're like, no. Actually, no. <laughs> Vic is so funny. Like we, I Vic think, is a must follow on all platforms. Yes, yeah, so, so funny. I feel like there's like moves where we're like, and then this story beat and they're like, well. Vic also has like deep knowledge of like some Canadian chain and offshoot of it that comes up in this one. Um, Boston Pizza or something something. like that. Uh, We're just trying to keep up. Yeah, they're so funny in this. A Canadian pizza chain that, of course, named after our best pizza city, Boston. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Anyway, longest title maybe of any show that we've ever done, but very good. Uh, 289 opening credits cast lip sync. This is a fan band. Um, we're talking about a home movie that you made where maybe the cast lip syncs in the opening credits. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm remembering that well. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. You're welcome. I'm a good friend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who me? It's all, all, you're always a good friend when you call it how good of a friend you are. Um, 290. The podcast about a ride, about a TV show, about you with Tony Rodriguez. This is Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah. This is the Lucille Ball, Lucille Ball show, where there is a theme park around the concept of a Lucille Ball. <laughs> it's a, This is a show based around a pun in the best way. And someone, like, there's a character who's a- You do a podcast. You do- there's I like, do like a, like a Instagram, like a Disney bounder, like, influencer. Yes. And it's like, and there's another Disney, there's multiple influences. And someone Disney. created the account. Oh, yes, that's right. They did. It's like Disney bound, Disney Daniel. It Daniels. was Disney, Disney, Daniel, Daniel yeah. was ours or something like that. And someone made it. God bless. Um, this one was really fun, man. Tony Rodriguez is so funny. Yeah, this is like wild details. I think like the story itself is not that wild. It's well, no, it's about a group of friends who have an idea for a theme park. And while working at a theme park, one of them goes and makes the theme park. And it's about like, can they get almost like a merrily we roll along, you know? Wow. Wow. But about theme parks. Spoilers for an upcoming episode of Play It By Ear. The time goes forward. And the time goes forward. (laughs) Not back. Not backward. So in many ways, not like merrily we roll along. But in many ways, like a a reverse merrily we roll along. (laughs) Which is a story that goes forward. That's right. It is that. Um... And it was so fun. 291, Every Place I Cry at Permanent Records. Great. Uh, we filmed this one. This one's fun. This one has my f- one of my favorite things, which is um, because of how often you you um, reference Ocean Ave- Avenue by Yellow Card, there is a chance where we sing Ocean Avenue and we sing our version of oh, Ocean Avenue. Oh, someone Ave- called out Ocean. Ocean A- did we say it or did someone else call it I'm out? not sure, but... If it's the first song, and I think it is, it is, someone in the audience was like, "What?" we were like, what's your favorite? We were like, we always start at Every Place I Cry show by saying, we're the most famous band in the world. What's Even your if you've never song? seen us before, you know our songs. Who's not seen us before? Someone raises their hand. We'd be like, what's our favorite song of yours? And they were like, Ocean Avenue. We were like, okay, here's our version of Ocean Avenue. And it went like this. It looks like like an Ocean Avenue. (laughs) It was about when it rained a lot and the streets flooded. And so the avenue was like wet. It looks like an Ocean (laughs) Avenue. Somebody's like referring to it hyperbolically. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Every Place I Cry is a dumb band that sings dumb songs. Yep. Um, 
Gale, the Angel of Denny's. Oh, oh yeah. DVDs, the medium will last forever. Hunt vampires, waiting at your dog door. Sorry, did we break your brain and lip gloss? <laughs> mm. Oh, the lip gloss was really good audience participation. We did like a lip gloss is uh, song with, and they sang uh, it back. Yeah. 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 But man, the front Ocean Avenue and then Gail, the Angel of Denny's is like a real one two punch opener to a show. Um, that was a show we also did with Bulls of Glendale. Don't oh, miss the show we're doing with them on September, September 3rd. 3rd. Brett, cut out this pause. Okay. 292, Into the Thick of It. Into the Thick, thick of it, it, Into the Thick of It. That's a fan band. Uh, 293, Skunks in the Portal with Rashawn Scott. We learned our lesson. <laughs> okay, so how on. many times do we have portals? <laughs> a lot, we have a lot of portals. This yeah. one's got a lot of skunks in it, though. Skunks. These skunks, uh, <laughs> I think I did scream about Italian food at some point in this one. The the. Skunks are revealed to I'm be sorry. like the skunks. 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 <laughs> they like keep the portal alive, but then someone gets stuck in the portal. Por- skunks are the sorry. Skunks are the only one that can easily trans go through portals. Yes. They've been using them, but people get stuck in it. Yes, and the skunks have to deal with it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sleepies. It's okay. We're 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 close. We're at two ninety three. At one point, we get people get very high. The, yes. yes, they get. They find. I think they get hotboxed in the portal. Yes, which is what would happen <laughs> if people, you were in a little. If you portal. were in a little portal, if you were in a liminal space. Someone smoked weed. You'd all get high forever. Yeah. Right, Jackie. That's the rule. That's the rule. Is does Generation Z agree? Ask yes. them. Okay, we're back. we're on nothing but guess all the way in because we're in the last ten and we knew it was the last ten. So the, it's a lot of bangers from here on out. Um, 294 is White Lotus season three with Matt <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> this one is really fun. This has this a real life like, Mike White. <laughs> real life Mike White. Mike and White. Mike Might. Yes. I believe is also in it. Um, um, I mean, it's just like, it's a story that takes place at a hotel. Uh, someone, someone is trying, someone is trying to get cast in. Someone's auditioning for Mike White, but the person who's auditioning doesn't know who Mike White is. And other people and are like, care. oh my God, that's Mike White. He's scouting. <laughs> He's scouting. He's scouting. <laughs> <laughs> this one was fun. Matt Rogers again, a genius. Glad to have you. Uh, 295 is not that kind of story with Rachel Bloom. This is like, this is another like. This is rats. Rats in a lab, but then also lizards and also B. And then there's 23 and B. Uh-huh. The thing that will tell you if you have B. If you are a B or not. Which ends up being very important because. The rat does have B in its DNA. Mm-hmm. Those lizard people, they own a gym, I think. Yep. It's a, little mo- it's a little monster's quest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Um, speaking of rats, right back to back. 296, Scabby the Rat with Mary Lou. This is the day the strike was the called. The strike has called. Can you believe it? Over a hundred <laughs> days ago. Sweet Lord. If you have a direct line to the AMPTP, <laughs> tell them to fucking get their shit together. <laughs> There's a song in here that I love. We talk about how we never listen to it, but I did like go scrub to get, oh, a middleman. A pirate, he's a middleman rat. That was a fun yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, look, Mary Lou and, and Philip, Philip Lavis, Lavis are both such incredible singers that you knew. Pirate, there was the middleman rat. 
because but, we were but trying to. But how does that compare to Hot Rat Milk, the song from the episode <laughs> before, where we just went, Hot Rat Milk. Hot Rat Milk. Those are the only words. Jackie, if you think the song changes, it does not. It's just that. We, we keep doing little like scene lists in between. We're like, I know, I know, but we really should get back on the road. We have to figure out what these lizards are about. And if I have any bee, I know, but first, why don't you just sit back, relax, and have a little. Sure, it's a montage. You get it. It's a montage. I don't know if it's funny for everyone, but it's definitely funny for us. Um, But we were trying to unpack. So Scabby the Rat is mm-hmm. like the big effigy that is at a lot of mostly East Coast pickets. And You're he shows up this. at picket lines to scare people away from picket lines, which would you would think put him on the side of the union. But he is also Scabby, Scabby the, the rat, rat. And he looks like a big like capitalist baron. Right. And he's like in reference also to people who would scab. scab. Exactly. But yes. he's also rich. But we also bring him out. When we're like, all right, bring out Scabby. So we're like, always useful to unions. Sorry. So wait, is there lore that Scabby is rich himself? If you, I mean, the only lore that I know is like images of Scabby the Rat, right? Right. I took a picture of this strike with Scabby the Rat, who has a big top hat on, like strong Monopoly man energy, which to me says that he's rich. Yes. He's scabbing. But the fact that we bring him out, we're like, but if we bring him out, is he pro-union? No, he's just like the big Trump. Well, but anyway, that that spawns the entire musical where it's about how Scabby the Rat is bad. He's a middleman rat, and but then this is IP, he turns good. This is IP that I think we actually could use. And it had this song in it because he also, he built his empire by taking scraps from pie shops and selling them and not giving any of the profits back to the pie shop. So he's a pirate, but he's a pirate. He's a pirate. But oh. so then he goes to Philadelphia to learn about union power. That's right. <laughs> so so Scabby the Rat is a class trader. I think that's, until that's he's probably... Not. Until, until he's not. Until he's not in this He's musical, a redeemed right? class yeah, yeah, trader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, is re- he is a redeemed class trader. But it had this song that I love. Pirate, the middleman rat... <laughs> Middleman rat is just fun to it's say. It's sort of like look if you haven't said it out loud, everyone listening to this podcast, take a minute and say middleman rat. rat. It's, it's also it's very like late eighties Billy Joel. I feel mm, like sure. Mm. And I sell that or Easter Alexa. It's very that middleman rat. rat. Yep. Yeah, I'm giving it all for Lena. These are deep Billy Joel cuts. Okay. Then we have. <laughs> 297, Oregon Trail Summer with Mary Sohn and Zeke Nicholson. Another God, lovely what one. a fun one. Felt nice to be having these really good episodes close to the end of the 300. Yeah, of course. But we did it on purpose. Yeah. But this one was just like such a joy. There's four people going on the Oregon Trail and also the cow, but they're doing it video game style, so they bring a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> like the video game, they're like, they bring a piano or they, they want to. And they don't ford the river. They can't remember no. who brought salt. Like there's a lot about who's going like, to bring they salt. They like all brought salt. Everyone brings salt or something. I don't remember. It was so funny. And everyone died but Mary, I think. Everyone died but Mary. Maybe one Maybe one of the horses survived. Yeah. But yeah, everyone died. Um there's a donkey at some point. There's donkey. Like a donkey. Donkey. Donkey Shrek. He's hot. hot. He's hot. <laughs> um, 298. Fitzminimin Reunionimin with Mary Holland. <laughs> this one is crazy. If I recall, <laughs> a woman at a reunion gets turned into a dog <laughs> so- and then keeps showing up at that family's reunion. And one person at that union at reunion every time is approached by someone that offers to turn them into a different animal. Yep. And it also 
<laughs> there's two dads who get hit on <laughs> by, a, by a young girl and uh, keep talking about how they're married. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Where they're like, I'm at my wife's family's thing. Yeah. Don't talk to me at my wife's family's thing. Yeah, I'm sure that we have the actual one right here. Yes. So there's a photo where like this friend of the family was There's at, a dog in all these photos and no one can remember whose dog it is. And, and they're it's like, it's the year after that woman came. I think the woman turned into a oh, dog. Oh, right. The woman is not even part of the family. No. No, but the lore is that she turned into a dog and every year she gets to offer one person in the family the opportunity to turn into an animal. And they've all refused her for a hundred years. But this year there's like one family member who's considering it. Yeah, the song is wife's family thing. You're right. Oh, my my wife's family Family thing. thing. I'm not sure that's the melody, but that's the vibe of it. Yeah, for sure. Wife, wife, family, family. I think there's a part that goes like that. We just start saying wife, family, married wife. My wife is... Uh, 299, Clueless, A Paints Mixed Spectrum Mystery. Oh, Scott comes back for a sequel. He is Paints Mixed Spectrum. A a, a sequel that really got sprung on us. Yes, not planned. A delightful thing to realize, but um, we had another episode early in the run that that I re-released shortly after so that people could listen to them both. Paints Mixed Spectrum is a detective who's very bad at his job. And I keep really trying to play a lot of Clueless specifics in this. Yes. You remember Clueless much better than I do in this particular movie. And you were like playing the Paul Rudd, who I think was Paul Rudd. Correct. And I kept being like, oh, we keep arguing, but I wonder if we'll fall in love. And you were like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I was like, oh, right. That is how that movie ends. Um, Uh, So fun. And also this had like... Uh, crossover with like knives out or like okay is he a detective who repeats so is this is glass onion you know like right and then and then you had some I do yeah I do a weird thing where I reference glass onion but it's unclear as if it's if it's real in this timeline or if I'm referencing the film it gets very (laughs) confusing then I think Daniel Craig does die Daniel Craig does in fact die but then not really because it is much like a glass onion he's acting he is acting. Do you guys remember that meme that I sent to the Baking at Season 2 group chat that was Mama Onion, a very Knives Again mystery? <laughs> yes. And, and yes. no one responded to it. We didn't even ha-ha. You did ha-ha. Okay, oh, okay. Phew. But yeah, there was there was no like real ha-has. Oh, damn, Jackie, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Mama Onion, a very Knives Mama Again onion, mystery. A very Knives Again mystery is extremely good, Jackie. We were, you're too good We're wrong. Us. Yeah. You're wrong, you're right. You're, this pearls before swine. There, we're the swine, those were pearls. <laughs> Do swine not like pearls? I don't know why this is saying. I guess it's just that like, they're not they going to- no use for them, for They're sure. not going to do anything with sure. them. Sure. I mean, not like us. We would build a whole city of them. Um, <laughs> I'd build a city of pearls. A city of pearls. My new book coming out soon. Oh, that sounds like such a YA novel. It for sure is. There's <laughs> city a city of pearls. pearls. There, well, there's a, there's a book called City of Brass, um, which is extremely good by S.A. Charkerbordy. It's a great book. Read it. Hey, we're at 300. Yes, we are. But I have to talk about one thing first. And it's that in this musical, there were six Jeffreys and they were all accused of murder. (laughs) Jeffrey Pistol, Jeffrey Teen Guillotine, Jeffrey Poison, Jeffrey Toaster in the Tub, Jeffrey Knives slash Odin slash Loki, and Jeffrey Jeff Murders. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, look, you can say that Off Book didn't get better. 
but you can't say that it didn't get stupider the longer it went. And you can't say it didn't have more Jeffries. And you can't say that we didn't end <laughs> with more never, Jeffries. Never accuses of having too little Less Jeffries. Jeffries than how we ended with. And then episode 300, Shrugging Jeopardy with Paul of Tompkins. We return as we started, shrugging destiny to shrugging Jeopardy. This is about a man who needs it's very to be on Jeopardy. In, yes, but it's also weirdly like Slumdog Millionaire where yes. he's like getting the information he needs to win Jeopardy against someone who has bought a small piece of an estate that he needs to win back yeah. so that they can put the estate back together but in a different order. Uh-huh. It's cuckoo banana bears, <laughs> but it's fun. But I do think we managed to bring back like ding, ding, ding. We sang ding, 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 you know Please. Um, um, we sang Flight Attendant on Cool Airlines. We sang The Way It Is, Your Destiny, Dang, 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 You Know Reprise finale. Um, I liked something in that finale that I can't remember, but who knows? I mean, it was like not every that was an that that episode was an emotional blur. And then Paul just said some very 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 nice things. And about bought us Dom Perignon. And bought us Dom. Look, we we what? look. We had brought champagne for everyone. <laughs> we brought regular champagne. We brought we brought human champagne. He brought two bottles of he, Dom. He brought champagne that made us feel like it was a real occasion and made us feel very good and said very nice things about us. He's a sweetheart. He's the best. We love him. We love him. And we'll never stop. You can't make me. You can try. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave your body on the street. No one will find you. If they do, I don't care. I'll kill them. I love Paul Tompkins. Well, I'd well, my say cat's walking around on the table. I'd say he's wrong, but he's not. Okay, so now we're gonna take another little break. What's this one for? Well, guess what? You'll find out. Okay. That was a short break because Jackie is really prepared. Yeah, she's this really is why good. I've been experimenting we, with this in the lab for weeks. She's in the lab too. This is why we she got her involved. She thought she didn't have a lab. Um, she was working in the lab late through one night, the nights. Okay, having so, sex with the balloon animal. That's a different thing. That's not about you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, okay, so just so you know, what I have done is I have gone back through and uh, and edited out any words like... So I've been working with it and the biggest words that were coming up were episode off book and musical great you and took those so, out because we did do a lot of episodes of off book and they were, were mostly yes. musical yes and so um i went back and took those out so these are the ones that have come up you okay. put these into a what a, uh, word? a word cloud generator okay great and i'm gonna do the do you want to do the top 50 words or do you, we can do more or less. Uh, what's the next option? hundred or? You can go up to a hundred. I'll do a hundred. Okay. Oh, I was going to go the other way, but sure. I want to see those little ones in the cloud. I don't know, Jackie, is that a mistake? It's not even let me, letting me do that. Okay, great. To go back to 50. 50 is great. Okay. Magellan, you're a king. And I do want to say big also, fluffy orange cat Magellan is a king. What would you like to say, Jackie? That there are 33 pages of notes. Holy <laughs> guacamole. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Okay. We've word clouded this. The big words, kids, kids love, love story. story. It will be a story. People age back song, back. magic, 
time. Horse is pretty big. High school. Wolf is not small. Mm-hmm. Mapping. Journey. Children. Competition. Together. Summer romance. Ghost book. Coming of. Space. Night. Competition. Quest. Parody. School. Together. First. Ghost. Yeah, ghost, ghost book. Ghost book. Going good. good. No. Okay. I'm little trying. Time little trying good. I mean, and a surprise horse. Horse is honestly bigger than I thought. Horse is horse real is big. And I do want to say also that for a long time, Kyle, the, well, just the word Kyle, <laughs> was was so big for a long time. Uh, that makes sense. Kyle. We really use Kyle a lot. But yeah, I mean, look, we got kids. We've got children. Mm-hmm. We've got summer. I'm really shocked that parent didn't come up. I think it's probably because it was like split to mom, dad. Mm. But that is another one that was frequent. Movies on there. Should we just do a movie instead? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can cut movie. But the big ones are definitely kids, love. Coming of age. I can cut story. You can cut story. You can cut back. Okay. I don't know what back is. And song maybe. Okay. Let me try. Are you have to just like find, replace these words and remove them? No, I'm just cutting them out. So when you go back to these notes, if you ever do, if there's like, a, this missing. is a about. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Did you ever play that improv game? This is a what? A what? A what? A what? A what? Oh, oh a what? Yeah. This is a horse. A what? A horse. Yeah. A what? Yeah. Well, that's right. That's what that made me think of. I don't know what that game was for, other than like listening and talking at the same time. I think time. that's it. Focus and listening. This is a pen. A what? A pen. A what? A pen. Oh, a pen. This, this is, is a pen. book. A, a what? A pen. A what? A pen. Oh, a book. This is a cat. A what? A cat. A what? A cat. Oh, a cat. Yeah. Can you say one thing and think of another at the same uh-huh. time? It is a weird like pat your uh, head, rub your stomach mm-hmm. type muscle. We just knocked out of the park. <laughs> I okay. said pen, book, okay, okay, and then okay. cat. So that's the word cloud. I'm trying to think of what other lessons we can have, having gone through it. Because we know what's stuck in the word cloud. I think there are things that we talked about as we went, but I would say like the thing we talked about of either it's high concept, low stakes, or it's high stakes, low concept, mm-hmm. or it's a, it and takes also, place over a short amount of time. It's not that many locations. It's not that many characters. If we were to absolutely try to check every single box right now, and by the way, listener, the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to go off and like- Come up with some- Each come up with a couple like pitches for what this thing might be, and we'll come back and bring them to you, and we'll talk about them with each other as well. And then, and then we'll we- pick- well, we might like ask for your feedback. You can have feedback and then we'll pick. Yeah. Ultimately, we'll pick. There won't be any sort of like poll because it's hard to write things you're not in love with. And if there but is a poll, we'll still pick, but you can vote in the poll. Exactly. Yeah. But we're, we are interested in you like coming along for the ride. So we, we want to see like what feels- What resonates with you. Exactly. Any of these seem fun because we'll pick and then we'll listen to what you want and then, and then we'll, we'll pick. pick. <laughs> um, but- can you imagine them getting so mad at us at the Tonys? We're like, that's not the one we picked. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> you you could have won. won. Could have won double Tonys. <laughs> um, the thing that I'm trying to think of, like, if we were to do something that checks almost all these boxes, it would be at a high school, clearly, mm-hmm. which means it's low stakes, high concept. Because if it's at a high school, it's not high concept, right? But it could be. I mean, like something with like the high school kids meeting every summer, but the summers where like it is frozen in time. High concept school, 
High school concept. High school. High concept school. High concept school, the musical. Because <laughs> it doesn't have to be at the high school. I think sometimes it's like high school age kids. Sure. And it's a and it's a coming of age story. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that describes so many stories. And there's um, you know, there's a lot of stuff we do with time travel, with portals, with like a destiny, with a big reveal. All that stuff can play in. Yeah. I don't which I feel like we love doing. We do. That stuff is hard to write. I think part of like the improvising of it all is the time travel of it all is fun because it's like, well, who cares? The rules are broken. Totally. Not that we shouldn't do it, try it. It's just, it occurs to me that weirdly, sometimes when you're improvising, like the same rules and scrutiny don't apply that it would when you're like writing a thing that's supposed to make sense when you're dealing with time travel. Mm -hmm. But all options on the table, I'm definitely going to bring back like Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bats. All the Bats, their name is Jeffrey and Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Bats, the musical. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's like the idea that there's one sort of spectacular thing. It doesn't have to be time. It doesn't have to be like something. But isn't time always spectacular? Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's why it's so compelling because when you when you pair time with a coming of age story, you really are talking about like what is it to grow up and what is it to like. And that's in, I think everyone feels those stakes. Right, the youth is wasted on the young of it all. Right, it's like uh, this is a and don't forget that Jackie's favorite was the people who meet at the lake that's frozen in time. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, frozen in time lake. Yeah. That's also like part of what nostalgia is, is like the momentary experience where you wonder if you can free something in time. That's like what it feels like when I get back with our like, I mean, I'm always with my college friends and we're just like talking about the same old shit, but a little bit that's like frozen in time. Okay. So this feels a little bit more. Quest. I now see. Love is the biggest one. Kids love song. Okay. I could, I could probably take that out. Don't worry about it. Christmas. Parody. Dang, movie wolf. Magic. Good ghost. First competition, summer, book boy, parents. I'm going to tap into the power of the Facebook and the Discord real quick. This is a great and wonderful world cloud, word cloud that we have. If you, dear listener, have noticed anything that recurs a lot that maybe we haven't shown a light on or haven't realized, put it in the Discord, in the general chat, or put maybe it on I'll, the Facebook. Maybe let's post this word cloud, too. Yeah, we'll post this word cloud. Just send me a screenshot of that, and I'll send it in the... I'll put it in no context into the Discord and the Facebook, and then let people be like, what? what? And then they'll understand later. And one day they'll understand, just like you, Magellan. Okay, so you know that we've relieved ourselves of the weekly release because Clearly. our brains were goo. Clearly. But we are going to hopefully keep on a you know semi-regular release schedule. So look for the next episode, which will be us talking through a, a few logline uh, pitch ideas. Yeah, it'll be shorter than these, but... <laughs> yes, everything going forward will be shorter than these. Well, these are, you never know, but true. probably. These are fun marathons. Um, check out those live shows coming to Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles. More to come. Check out that Every Place I Cry show, September 3rd. Also, all of the off-book episodes from our archive are now available for free. They are not necessarily in the exact correct order, but they are all there. So if there's one you want to listen to, go check it out. Also... Um, if you are listening to this on the Stitcher app, the Stitcher app is going away at the end of the month. Um, and with it, you will need to find a new podcast app. Also, 
with the dissolution of Stitcher Premium, we will be getting access to some things that were never released, even on our free feed. Those will all be coming out on our free feed near the uh, beginning of next month. And check out that new merch and get ready for those hats. Check out that new merch. Get ready for those new hats. Um, check out our the link in our Instagram on our Instagram link tree that has uh, info for all of our shows, shows. on tour. Um, Jackie, where can the where, where do the people find you? What should they know about what's going um, on with you? Uh, let's see. I thank you by the way for doing yeah, this, my this thing that we were like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we got together one time and went through all three hundred episodes and then we're like, oops, it's nine hours later. <laughs> Also, every time we have tech difficulties, also it's going to be two different locations. Also, yeah. you're the best. Yeah. Um, no, it was very fun. I'm very glad I got to be included. Um, let's see. Anything that I'm doing? I just released a sketch pilot Woo! Um, with a group of friends. It's very fun and exciting. Um, it's called Your Parents Won't Laugh. Can people see it? <laughs> they can. It's on YouTube. Incredible. Your parents won't laugh on YouTube. What's the name of the, I guess, the account that released it or where? Your they... parents won't laugh. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it, got it, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Through your Insta, I mean, just search it on, on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube somewhere. It actually, the 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 account may be Stinky Ink. Okay. I think that, that might be what it okay. is. All right, look at it. Look mm -hmm. at it, find it, watch it. You got to. I'm asking you to. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm begging, begging you. you. <laughs> I'm pleading. I'm pleading. Um, sleepy babies, we love you. We mean it. Ciao. As we say at the every end of every episode, ciao. <laughs> what did we decide these end with? Um, they don't these end with us saying something at the same time. Is that sure. what we've been doing? Ciao. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get gig speeds powered by fiber from cox it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better download speeds up to one gigabit per second cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply